0: Hey everybody. Tonight we're going to be de- debating uh is the Book of Mormon scientific? Kyle Adams is here to defend that claim and we're going to put the floor over to Kyle Adams. So, floor is all yours and thanks for being here. Thank you. So,
1: I'm Kyle Adams. I am both a Christian and a flat earther and I am defending the claim that the Book of Mormon is a scientific book. That is the topic of this debate. And As a Christian and a flat earther, I go up against a whole lot of atheists and uh, globalists, and they all love to put the word science and scientific on this lofty pedestal, and they practically worship the word. (laughs) And I don't know if you're one of those people, uh, but if you are, uh, please forgive me as I knock that definition off its pedestal. By dictionary definition, the very basic definition of the word science is systematized knowledge in general okay just systematized knowledge in general it doesn't say that that knowledge has to be perfect accurate uh it just needs to be simple or systematized that's it just systematized okay and you, you don't even have to follow the 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 scientific method that's not a requirement here uh not saying that the book of mormon doesn't follow the scientific method uh there's some of the most powerful invitations in the Book of Mormon are to experiment upon the word. Uh, but yeah, again, that's kind of focusing on a, a little bit of a different thing here because we're just aiming at systematized knowledge in general. And so let's take a look at some mainstream academia references because they use the word science very, very openly. Uh, maybe you've heard of the words, uh, history and social science, That's something that academia uh, definitely considers a science. You can get a bachelor's degree in that. Bachelor's in science, in history, in social science. Ever hear of computer science? How about political science? Where is the scientific method in political science? In gerrymandering, perhaps? I don't know. So they also consider the humanities to be a science the humanities okay by this dictionary definition the dictionary itself is a scientific book it is a bunch of knowledge about the world that has been alphabetized and systematized into that book so that's knowledge that is systematized in general so why do globe birthers and atheists use the term so narrowly? Okay. So according to my knowledge, the Book of Mormon is true. Okay. And if we actually open up to first Nephi chapter one, verse three, it says And I know that the record which I make is true, and I make it with my own hand, and I make it according to my knowledge. That's Nephi speaking that. So he's making that according to his knowledge. And if you ever go to like a Latter-day Saint church service, first of the month, you might hear a lot of people stand up and share their testimonies that I know that the Book of Mormon is true. And when they do this, they are stating that the Book of Mormon is true according to their knowledge. So it is knowledge to someone, even though you might not claim to have that knowledge for yourself. It's still knowledge according to someone. So uh, I know the heliocentric model isn't knowledge according to to me. I, I find a lot of faults in that. But I still consider it scientific, even though it's not part of my paradigm. And so I... And hope that you'd want to or that you'd be willing to give the Book of Mormon the same respect, even though it might not be part of your paradigm or part of your knowledge. It's still knowledge, according to other people. So before you go out and try and bash on the Book of Mormon or Joseph Smith or Brigham Young or anything like that, please keep in mind that's all a big red herring. It's all about whether it's not about whether or not the Book of Mormon is perfect. Accurate or even true the topic of this debate is on the words science and scientific and whether or not the Book of Mormon can be described as such, that is the goalpost and it is a mile wide okay. by that definition uh, or by those definitions because sci- scientific just means anything that is systematized, uh, I could also argue that the Quran. Is scientific, even though I'm not a Muslim. I can I could even go so far as to claim that teletubbies is scientific. <laughs> that, yeah, that's that's just how wide this this goalpost is, and uh so I can hope you can see just how easy it is to, to make a goal on a mile-wide goalpost like that. Uh now I know you might have feel like I've slaughtered the, the the significance of those words, science and science scientific, but It wasn't me who slaughtered it, okay? That's just the definitions, how the dictionary (laughs) describes it. That wasn't me who did it. Thank you, and
0: good luck. All right. Thank you, Kyle, for your opening there. I just want to remind everybody that uh, here at Modern Day Debate, we are a neutral debate platform. We're hosting debates on science, religion, politics, and the like. Uh, and, and we'd love uh, you know to hear from you fellas. So we are going to do a Q&A at the end of all of this. Uh, just make sure that you guys keep hitting that like button so we can get this out to as many people as possible. Uh, and we're, with that, we're going to hand it over to Mark. Uh, thanks so much for being here, and the floor is all yours.
2: Thank you so much. And I'll just get this up uh, first and foremost. There we go. I'll share that. Just let me know when it's coming through, if you can be so kind, Ryan. Okay, so thank you so much uh, for uh, Carl to be here and and do this. Thanks um, to Ryan for hosting. And uh, the audience, thank you for your time. So... um, The question is whether any holy book can be a uh, scientific text. So let's say, what's the definition of scientific? There's a few definitions and they relate directly to the process or methods of science. These methods can vary, but they have a common theme. They're all related to science and how science is practiced. It is simply not the case that we say, if scientists write something down, then it automatically is science. The methods that anyone uses must follow the process of science. So the better question is, what is science? Science is a systematic series of processes used to ensure the information gathered is rigorous and reliable. Here are a couple of defili- uh, definitions, but the process is very well outlined. Even if by chance a book gets some things right, it doesn't ma- does not make the book, nor the way the information was gathered, scientific. In fact, it could get everything right and everything correct. But if the scientific method was not followed, then it is simply not a scientific book. Um, these are examples of scientific books. Um, note that we can go back and go into any of these books and scientifically test to see if they are right. We can verify them. They'll have experiments described in them to do exactly that. Um, also note that Fundamentals of Physics here is the fourth edition and may have multiple editions. Corrections and editions are common in scientific books because we'll update them as needed when we find anything incorrect or about anything to add. That is the very nature of science, that it changes when we get new information. And these book reflects that. These books are not scientific. There's no possible way we can go to the Book of Mormon and scientifically test to see if any of the information in them is correct. This is a lack of falsifiability, and it's directly antithetical to the idea of science and its principles. There are things in the Book of Mormon that are 100% uncategorically incorrect, and I'll go into that later, about the world around us. The people that believe in the Book of Mormon will not or cannot update the unscientific errors in the book although I do notice they've corrected spelling and grammatical errors. Um, They can't change the story to any degree, and that is why it is dogma and not a scientific book. Um, The Book of Mormon also relies on the authority of Joseph Smith, and was he a scientist? Um, In my mind, he does lack credibility, and I will explain why. Why? He was not a scientist. He was a treasure hunter. He used something called seer stones to try and find buried treasure to investors. He never found any treasure, but he was arrested for glass looking, which was a sort of fraud of tricking people into thinking he had magic powers. He claimed a vision that led him to plates that led him to write the Book of Mormon or translate it from from the uh, origin that he gave it. Um, But he would not show the plates to anyone else. Or he did show them to Sun, but they were his followers, and others could feel the plates, but they weren't allowed to look at them. Um, When he was finished with this sort of highly unscientific translation, he claimed that anyone, the the angel given the vision, could take the plate so he couldn't show anybody. So we cannot replicate what process he used. And that process was getting the stones, putting his head in the hat, and sort of getting the the translation through these stones. Um, He tried to separate religion, was wanted in three states, uh, had riotous escapades all across the Midwest. He had 30 to 40 wives, that lied to the public about them and to his main wife, Emma Hale. At one point, Smith, in order to avoid criticism, violated the First Amendment by destroying a printing press after a single issue with the Nauvoo expositor expositor, attacked his beliefs and accused him of polygamy, which turned out to be true. Um, All Smith's like it speaks to a dishonest man who was ruthless and attacked anybody that threatened his doctrine. Um, So I want to go on to some of the things that are problematic in the book, incredibly problematic. Um, This is the um, the language he says he translated it from. It is reformed Egyptian, which is not a real language. Um, John A. Wilson, the professor of Egyptology at the University of Chicago, wrote, From time to time there are allegations that picture writing been found in America. In no case has a professional Egyptologist been able to recognise these characters as Egyptian hieroglyphs. From our standpoint, there is no such thing as reformed Egyptian. Um, At one point, Joseph Smith bought papyri from mummies that he translates from Reformed Egyptian to the Book of Abraham and the Book of Jacob. Since then, actual Egyptologists have deciphered these scripts and they're simply funeral rites. They're just simple funeral rites for Egyptian mummies. They are not what Smith translated them as. Um, The crossing of the seas. Um, The claim is that people living just after the Tower of Babel made the ocean trip from near the Red Sea all the way to the Pacific Ocean on a small let's face it, submarine. Um, it was an underwater ship that was unpowered, had holes in the top and bottom. Um, no extra Mormon sources exist for these people, no evidence they made this trip, and it's highly unlikely that these people in the Middle East could make a trip the most experienced sailors would have trouble making. The book says that the, they travelled for 344 days underwater in this kind of weird submarine that was unpowered. Um, DNA Shoe, the Book of Mormon claims that uh, Lamanites were the ancestors of Native Americans. Uh, This would have found DNA evidence, but there's no connection has ever been made. Even Mormon geneticists admit there is no connection. Um, The researchers, uh, Mormon researchers Thomas W. Murphy and uh, Simon Southerton state the substantial collection of Native American genetic markers are not consistent with any detectable presence of ancestors from the Middle East. Uh, That contradicts the account um so the book of mormon describes a flourishing similar civilization 1.5 million at, at its peak uh heimla was the apparently the largest city and at its peak it had 100,000 people in that city there is literally zero archaeological evidence for it um in 1955 stuart ferguson uh thomas stuart ferguson um received five years of funding he claimed he would find these cities in 10 years he did not find these cities um and then he basically uh wrote a letter which stated the real implication of the paper is that you can't set the book of morbid geography down anywhere because it's fictional and will never meet the requirements of dirt archaeology I should say what is in the ground will never conform to what is in the book. And that is from a Mormon themselves. Um, So there's a major flaw. Um, Things that are written about in the Book of Mormon did not exist. There were no elephants in North America. There were no goats. There were no sheep. There were no horses. They died out about 12,000 years earlier. Um, There's no submarines at that time, uh, sad to say. Um. We found countless depictions of life in Mesoamerica, art, fresco, pottery. None has ever depicted a chariot, um, and none, no evidence for this civilization or any of these things has ever been found. To sum up, it fails to be multiple fronts to be scientific. It doesn't follow the scientific method. A scientific method cannot be applied to it today. No addition updates any correct information or any presumed knowledge that is shown to be verifiably incorrect. Any science book should able to be validated by anyone working within the field correctly using the scientific method. There is no way this can be done for the Book of Mormon, and hence it is not and will never be a scientific book. Thank you.
0: All right. Thank you for that there, Mark. And we'll just end the screen share there. All right. And we'll get everybody back up with their tags. All right. Well, thank you to Mark and Kyle for being here and doing your intro uh, statements. I just want to remind everybody that both of our guests are linked in the podcast or linked in the description, and they will be linked in the podcast as well. Uh, I got to get on my A game here. uh, I I was supposed to do my red leather, yellow leather before this. You see, I didn't... uh, I didn't do my warm-ups yeah i I've, I've failed all right so we're going to kick it into open discussion everybody so we're discussing is the book of mormon scientific and uh, we'll kick it over to you kyle to uh to start our open discussion
1: all right let's talk about the humanities and political science sure. and the way mm-hmm. academia uses those terms would you claim any of those are scientific
2: of course yeah um so, so with their are distinction. Well, yeah, we've got to make the distinction between soft sciences and hard sciences. So I think you might be thinking that, oh, it's only hard science that we categorize as science, and that's not true. The methodology for the social sciences are slightly different, but they use things like statistical data analysis and things like that to make testable predictions about the way that population growth happens, the way that uh, people demonstrate various things in society. They do make these testable predictions and do experiments to find out if, say, a change in policy for political science, for instance, will actually result in the outcome that they're looking for. Um, So there's multiple scientific methods, but all of them are sort of falsifiable and verifiable that you're making testable predictions that you're validating. Um, and then there's the hard sciences like, for instance, you know, mathematics and physics and things like that, where you're using very, very strict, rigorous scientific methodology. But what we're looking at is the, the way that we get the information. So what I want to talk to you about is the methods that that has been used to get the information here, whether those methods are scientific and hence is a science book, because it seems like you're sort of saying it doesn't matter how they got the information and doesn't matter if it's right. It's still scientific.
1: You agree with the, there's, I've got a, uh, how is it peer reviewed journal article that says that science mm. never proves anything. Sure. Okay. So you agree with that claim? There's
2: yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Th- this is, this is a problem with the way that you're using proof. So proofs um, always are a unequivocal, 100% certainty kind of thing. That's what proof is. So in something like mathematics, you will get proofs for an equation. They will basically demonstrate without any kind of 100% certainty that that mathematical equation does or does not work, or does work rather because it's a proof, and you use it to prove that the, the mathematical equation works. What science does is it models... At a very, very high rate of confidence and very reliable way, but it never claims to have absolute certainty. That's so never what we're claiming. That's not faith. Like your your black and white thinking, sort of that if it's not a hundred percent certain, it's faith is not not correct. It's called okay. rationality and reasoning, not not faith.
1: All right. So. It's a belief in something that you don't know is true. That is how it is def- That is how faith is defined: is not knowing for certain ha- if it's true or not. And so, yeah, we know it's, that it's, it's a belief true. in something that lacks proof, and that is yeah, So, by dictionary so, definition, so just it is because faith.
2: it is faith. Well, no, it's not because just because you don't know something with absolute certainty is true, it doesn't mean you don't know it that's the special thing right like,
1: now it, it's again that's contrary to the way the word is defined in the dictionary you're making up your own definition moving the goalposts and saying no this is actually how it is
2: so what's what's your definition of knowledge
1: my definition of knowledge uh, my right. definition of knowledge is just things that your level of understanding there's different kinds of, of uh we've got a lot i've i just go by the dictionary so i can just open up the dictionary for you on knowledge,
2: well, I, I I think that the dictionary is good a good sort of benchmark to use, but the dictionary is not prescriptive. It doesn't tell you what words are supposed to mean. What it does, uh, that's, is a, that's, to, what, that's exactly what the dictionary is supposed to. Do. No, no, it, it tells you what the word is supposed to mean. No, 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 it describes what word, how words are used. Right, so it describes usages of words. So when we use it, words in society, it describes those unit it, it's descriptive, not prescriptive. It
1: it, it provides definitions to words. Sure. It tells you what yes. the words mean. And so it, it the, doesn't the, it the word knowledge does an acquaintance prescribe. with facts, truths, or principles from study, investigation, mm. uh general erudition. Okay, it's a familiarity uh, with a with a, a subject, okay. Yes. Does that say absolute
2: certainty anywhere in it?
1: It it doesn't. It doesn't. It does not. Yeah.
2: So what I would define knowledge as is justified. Yeah. Just one second. I'll just define it as justified true belief, right? So it's a belief that is justified and is also true.
1: A belief that is justified and also true is a definition to what word? Knowledge. Knowledge. I'm not seeing that dictionary definition up here.
2: John, uh, maybe you should check the Stanford Encyclopedia of Philosophy. Um, that's oh, a so It's a different. Definition.
1: It's a completely different. So yeah, I'm sure someone out there can define things that way. I'm just talking well, about it's the, when, the general. The, the general dictionary. Well, it's,
2: it's when you believe something and you have a justification. Like for instance, I say, "Hey, I, I know that my my wife's in the house, right?" Like I say, I know that. Now it's justified because I saw her out there just a while ago. But is it absolute knowledge? No, because she could have, you know, stepped out the back or or done something else. But it is a justified belief, and as long as it's true, as long as she's in the house, then I have knowledge of that. Um, you seem to be gutting this black and white idea that either you're to have knowledge, you have to be uh, sort of a hundred percent confident in everything you say, and that's just not the case. Oh, whoa, what did I say that presents that? Well, you said that that um, science is just faith because we have a lot of justification under science for saying, "Hey, we know these things; we know them to be true." But I want to get back to the methodology that you're using. So, methodology is the um, analysis about methods that you're using to justify what you believe to be true or, or your knowledge. That's right?
1: moving. The, that's red herring entirely.
2: Why? I, I, I It has nothing to earlier. do with the
1: definition. This is a this entire debate is on the definition of science and scientific well, it's not and on whether or not the Book of Mormon fits that definition.
2: I, I'm not having a definitional debate. That's kind of weird oh, and odd. Well, okay, well, then you, you were here so, for the wrong debate. <laughs> well, the, the, um, I think it's whether the book itself is scientific. Yes. So that, there's a lot of... Is, th- which is all about the definition
1: of the word scientific, which means... Right. anything that is systematized
2: no and no the book no. of mormon is, is not the chronologically
1: systematized that is that is not the scientific.
2: definition no it's not it's no, right out no, of the dictionary.
1: dictionary.com scientific i can give you a screenshot if you want it is right here
2: sure go for it give
0: me a screenshot okay share screen yeah we can certainly do a screen share here just at the bottom of the zoom chat there. There you go. Scientific,
2: yes. systematic, so, methodical. Yes, so um what does it say is the um usage of that? How many people buy food in an organized scientific way, right? That is a metaphor. It's using a metaphor. Now we can go back and look at the the main definition Right. The main definition, which is based on or characterized by the methods and principles of science. That's the and main science definition. Science
1: is defined right here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, knowledge. Yeah. Systematized knowledge in general, branch of knowledge studying uh, with body of facts, truth systematically arranged yes. and organized in the uh, operation of general laws. Okay? Yes. So, that is just knowledge that has been systematized
3: okay yes and if you want to look at so, the it's word system dealing
1: with and systematized it goes right here this is but it's dealing with a body of
2: facts right a body of facts which you there don't is claim no to know anything. body facts. of facts. Okay. There's no, 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 that's not true. That is not true at all. You that just said you don't believe that science proves anything. No. So that's not a fact. So, okay, okay. so and, let me talk, wait, let me talk, on. let me hold talk. Hold on, I'm not done. No, 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 let me talk, okay, because listen. you've made a very, very okay. big claim I will here. listen to you
1: in just a moment, all
0: right? So all right, let's give it 15 seconds then, if you can. All right, so Dr. McLaugh- or
1: McLaughlin, McLaughlin, however you want to pronounce that, and in her, in her peer-reviewed journal article that says, science never proves anything, she says, uh, a hypothesis is never proven correct, nor is a theory ever proven to be true. Words like prove, correct, and true should be removed from our vocabulary completely and immediately, okay? So that's gets rid of all that in science, okay? So if you don't believe science proves anything, who are you to tell me that the Book of Mormon is not true?
2: Okay, so look at the top where it says we can correct the misconceptions that science has done deal and that a theory is a hunch. It's not a hunch, right? This is the thing. If you actually read read the entire thing, he's trying to say that um, science is there to make models, models that describe reality. That's what it's there to do. Um, but you're just cherry picking and quote mining to sort of make it. And I'd like to share my screen. I can screen read if the entire so article let Mark finished there. there. Okay. I, I would like to share my screen, if you could be so kind, and show where you've sort of skipped over a dictionary because it didn't conform with what you want it to do. So if you could stop sharing your screen and I'll share mine.
0: Yeah, let's kick it over to you, Mark, and remind everybody that Please. we are going to be doing a Q&A so, at the end of this conversation. So do, your questions do take. In there.
2: So do take note that Kyle took his definition from dictionary.com, right? That's where he did. But he didn't take his second definition from the same place. And the reason why... Is because the definition is the systematic study of the structure and behavior of physical and natural world through observation, experimentation, and testing of theories against the evidence obtained. He went to some other place to get his other definition Google. because this one sinks him. That's why he didn't use the same source for both definitions, which is kind of a little bit dishonest. Um, sort of keeping That's in line with his. That's dishonest by what definition but of dishonest? This is. This is sort of science is always written down as the rigorous systematic endeavor it builds and organizes knowledge through the form of testable explanations, predictions. If you're just going to your favorite dictionary source to get a scientific definition instead of science websites and science communicators, then you're already starting out dishonest because you're simply having That's a definition. Not dishonest by
1: any definition. And trying just to reading the, the definition.
2: definition Trying to change the definition of science to what's in the dictionary, but not the dictionary that you used for one thing. Another changing dictionary Changing the definition to what's in the
1: dictionary. That's yeah. Not changing so the note definition. I that you
2: didn't. You didn't acknowledge that it had multiple definitions, and you didn't use the first one in your definition. Oh, I of definitely scientific, do acknowledge that it has
1: multiple definitions. Um, but I, I would like to see. I would oh, like let's, to let's see. Would you
2: acknowledge? Would you acknowledge that experimentation is important in science?
1: experimentation is important in science mm-hmm. yeah experimentation is great in science that's
2: okay. how we what, learn more what experiments can you do scientific experiments can you do to validate that the Book of Mormon is correct oh
0: you still there Kyle hello Kyle Oh, I think Kyle uh Kyle froze up. Is he up still
2: thinking us. or is he actually gone?
0: No, I think uh I think things froze up on his end. We're still rolling. We'll give him a second here, everybody. Mm-hmm. All right, Kyle, if uh if you want to try rejoining us, we might need to get you to exit out and come back in. Do do do. There he goes. All right, everybody. Well, while we're waiting for uh, Kyle to get back, uh, it seems like a lot of you have a lot of questions and uh, and things you want to push this conversation towards. Uh, definitely get that into the Q and A for the live chat uh, for our sorry for our Q and A at the end uh, by posting your uh, questions in the live chat there. Uh, me and Mark are just gonna hang out for a second here uh, while we wait yeah. for Kyle to come back. Um, I'm half I'm half tempted. I don't know what the latency speed is on our upload right now. I have all of the tracks for the new song. Okay,
2: you, you just you just made me go crazy, because latency is the delay between signal, and and I think you're talking about bandwidth, which is the actual amount you can upload or download at any one time. So you just you just triggered me. I'm sorry, that's my field, and I'm untriggered. But I'd, I'd rather hang out with you than anybody else. Um, <laughs> I, I think that... Um... Well, let me
0: fix up our screen here so it don't look so messed up right now.
2: Yeah there we go no worries at all um go. and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna take this opportunity to give myself a plug I'm Mark Reed I'm a counter-apologist from Australia um which is uh, yeah is, is is all good and fun um and if you do like to see um sort of logic so in science really sorry about that give the <laughs> big uh, flying elbow to mysticism superstition and and sort of religion swing by my channel it, it's always a fun time. It's a great community. We accept everybody, and um, yeah, come come on by. Welcome back, Kyle, as well, and uh, thank
0: you. My for computer
1: that. just crashed on me, and I had a restart. So. Oh, it happens. That
0: time where worry. that yeah. was that was an amazingly fast restart. So you know, it does.
1: I've got a good computer.
0: <laughs> yeah, <which it> was, <laughs> that was really good. I wish
1: I could say it was better because it has this crashing issue every once in a while. It, uh, yeah. Well, the what restart time um, does was it excellent. crash
2: the desktop? Does it? Does it? um, anyway i won't try and diagnose your computer issues yeah that's so, uh,
0: i think mark you were just asking kyle a question yeah
2: about... i was asking what yeah. experiments could you perform that would demonstrate like scientific experiments that would demonstrate that the book of mormon is in fact true
1: Alma chapter 32 is probably the biggest uh i think one of the more powerful invitations uh that the book of mormon has that really encourages people to experiment upon the word, and it goes ahead and and it gives an analogy of planting a seed. Okay, you use the same kind of experiment for the Book of Mormon in finding out if the Book of Mormon is true, as you would in finding out if a seed is is a good seed, and if the seed grows and develops, you can tell and know that that is a good seed, and so it's the same kind of process. That you'd use in determining the, the truthfulness of the book of mormon
2: okay so are you talking about a literal seed or a metaphorical seed
1: well it's an analogy so you're taking like a, a metaphor an analogy seed. it's doing that and saying okay we're going to follow the same process for for this as we are going to with this
2: okay so You're talking about a metaphorical seed because it's an analogy, right? That's a metaphor, not a literal seed. A literal seed would be an actual literal seed, right? So you can't do that and see the outcome. All you can do is talk to people and say, I don't understand how that would be a scientific experiment where you have observation, hypothesis, um, sort of the experiment. And then then basically repeating that to make sure you get the same result. I, I okay, don't know. Well, you haven't that... really
1: read Alma chapter thirty-two yet, I don't think. Well, so you're just making an appeal to incredulity at this point. And again, it's kind of deviating away from the topic of this debate, which is no just no, it's very hearing. on
2: topic. It's very on topic. It's you're your, not, not This, this is getting this away from thing. what no, no, no. You're trying okay, to then you're here for the of, wrong debate. You're trying to do a red herring to have a definitional debate when really we're that debating the what process and methodology that you can use. Look, okay, I'll show you something. Okay. Uh, okay. It's just a random book. Okay. Computable. Okay. Digital okay. design and computer architecture. It's reversed. This this is this is one of the books that I used in, in university, right? Would you claim it's scientific? They're... Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. So Th- There are are paths, there are stuff in here, there are uh, circuit diagrams. If I wanted to and I had enough time, like a ton of time, I could go through and scientifically validate every single one of these circuits. I could set them up. And indeed, there is experiments in there to set up these circuits and validate that say the truth tables, the, the outcomes that this book says are actually true. I can implement that. That's what makes it a scientific book. And I'm asking you how you do that for the Book of Mormon that you go through, and it says all of these things that are supposed to be true. How do you do that scientific experiment to say, if I do this, then I know that book to be true? That's another topic. I'm just going to point out. That's not another topic. An English book. An English book.
1: Okay, Mm -hmm. That is considered a science in academia. No, it's not. No, it's not. You can get a degree in science and humanities. It's an arts degree. It's an arts degree. But it's specifically a bachelor's in science. Okay. We can go here, right here. I've got a link to Dixie.edu or actually that's, uh, I've got a link to an academic source and what you can get your bachelor's degree. in. if you'd like to go take a look at that, you can, yeah. These are social sciences and, uh,
2: Yes, social sciences. Yes, I absolutely agree. They're sciences. Yes, but if you're looking at a like a a bachelor of arts in English, that isn't a science degree. I don't know why Uh, you're saying that. It is a science degree. (laughs) Okay,
1: Uh, a bachelor of arts is a science degree. Sciences department, arts and sciences department. Yes, and it's you can get your bachelor's degree. I personally, okay, I personally have a. uh, I can show you my (laughs) degree. I've got a bachelor's. In science, with an emphasis in art, in drawing and painting. That is my degree right there. I can show it to you, okay? And so are you telling uh, me you that academia from? is wrong in saying that art,
2: like, in drawing and painting?
1: I got it from Dixie State University.
2: Yeah, I, I, I don't know whether you're, you're studying some sort of science of art, like some sort of like examining exactly what makes art, art. But like the, to say that a Bachelor of Arts is a science degree is just a gross misrepresentation of science. So you're telling me that what's now called uh,
1: Utah Tech University is wrong. I never said that. Well, I'm just telling you what my degree says. And you're telling me that that's wrong.
2: Well, I, I think that it's that's not great. science. Mm, well, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what they're calling science over there, but you still haven't answered my question. And let's go back to it because you dodged it completely. Of well, what because there's a experiments red herring and I'm, not, you I'm not here to have that. No, 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 no. You don't get to just change the topic when you decide it the topic. to. the You don't want to answer an, a, a question, with. Kyle. I'm asking you, you said, you said to me straight up that experimentation is important to science. You acknowledge that. Then I asked you what experiments you can do in the Book of Mormon to validate that the things in it are true and you dodge. So let's go back to it and let's say, okay, for instance, they crossed the sea in a submarine with a hole in the top and a hole in the bottom, right? You this know debate, this story. As I told
1: you in, the, in No, my no, American no, this is from, is, the let him, is from the Book of Mormon. Let's let him Mormon. ask this
2: question there, Kyle. How do you do an experiment to show that that is actually true?
1: Well, how do you do an experiment to show that your history book is science? Okay. To show that George Washington had wood teeth or something like that.
2: Uh, you can You can get evidence for that. You can find evidence. You can put evidence together evidence.
1: Well, I, yeah, I, mm-hmm. well, there's evidence, is so but that's
2: this a is really a broad term aboutism. itself right there, too. This is a whataboutism. It's just, oh, but this other thing you can't no, I asked you a question and you dodged again. What experiments can you do to tell you that these things that are claimed as factual in the Book of Mormon are, in fact, factual? And you will not answer. So stay on that topic. My answer, okay, the Book of Mormon is all
1: about building a relationship. Okay, It's all about building a relationship with God and getting a direct answer and watching miracles happen in your life. Yeah, that is directly related to God. Okay, Then it's not a science book. Then your English book book is not a science book. And you're telling me that all of mainstream academia and the way they define science, they're utterly BS and wrong.
2: I've told you how they define
1: science. No, you just kind of dismissed it. Yes, I have. Up, so I've got my whole my whole bachelor's degree in science. You're like, oh, what's well, uh, science? Do you want
2: me to read out the definition again, like from dictionary.com? If you're so great on dictionary.com, would you like to hear it again? Oh, you can go go for it. But you got to <laughs> go on and explain exactly how um,
1: the history is, the science and the way that yeah, the long list of different ways that academia uses it is science.
2: Sure, and there's multiple it's, scientific methods, but none of them apply to the Book of Mormon. That's the thing. The it, systematic but it study drawing and painting. Okay, so here we go. The systematic study of the structure and behavior of the physical or natural world through observation, experimentation, and testes testing of theories against the evidence obtained. Would you agree with that definition?
1: Yeah, I agree with that definition. That's one way that it's defined. So, what it's not the only way it's defined, it's just one way it's defined.
2: So, what evidence have you gathered that all of these things happened?
1: Evidence is a really, really broad term. Okay. And so, a testimony is evidence, right? When someone says, I saw this thing, it is considered an evidence. It is evidence. And so, when you go into a court of law, Right. You won't go and gather witnesses and testimonies and say, I saw this thing happen. Right. And so the Book of Mormon has many witnesses to it. And well, the they all sign that is, it.
2: Well, the problem so with that, that is evidence. That you ask for evidence, the problem with evidence. That, Yeah, yeah. If I could just you can say talk. There's, the there's, problem, you can say there's problems. Yeah, I could, if I could that, just talk. Fine. Kyle, Kyle, I let you say what you want to say. Just let me talk. The problem with that is that all kinds of people testify to all kinds of things. People claim to see aliens. People claim that you know leprechauns inhabit the earth. I met one guy who believed in gnomes. If you're going to be intellectually consistent, you would have to put your weight behind that evidence as much as your own, unless you're showing bias towards one form of evidence. And I do note that that the person, some of the people that Joseph Smith had as his witnesses actually turned on him and said that he was a fraud later on. So they how never, do you explain that? They never them?
1: disclaimed the Book of Mormon. They they held true to the Book of Mormon the whole time. Now they can claim that Joseph Smith was a fallen prophet later on down the road. Yes. But they never they denied did. that the Book of Mormon was true. Martin right. Harris and... is one of those people who on his deathbed said, you know, I, I fell away from Joseph Smith. We had a falling out, but the Book of Mormon is still true.
2: And the age gap between these these men and their youngest wives was incredibly massive. Which has they nothing had to do with our topic. They had incentive to make it up. But you, you opened this door, whether they are credible witnesses, because what makes testimonial evidence credible is having credible witnesses. And you're talking about the main witness being a man who was convicted of defrauding people through glass seeing. Um, And and actually was convicted of many crimes in many states, um, including treason, um, threatening to kill a judge, um, a whole laundry list of of things. So if you're looking for credibility, as I said in my presentation, if you're looking for credibility, the people that you're claiming are credible have a real problem. Because Joseph Smith indeed had multiple wives and lied to the people about it. He lied.
1: So, you can take a convicted felon, and because he's a convicted felon and he says dogs are mammals, does that make it wrong? No, it doesn't.
2: Okay. Convicted yes, felons says can say things he's that are all true. God. If he said he saw God, I'd need more evidence than just his yeah. word. so it's not Which just his thing. word for it. If, if you tell me, if you tell me like, oh, well, uh, you know, I I I went for a trip down to the store, I would say, okay, well, people go to the store. That's that's a very mundane claim. That's fine. You know, I'd probably believe you just upon your testimony. But if you're telling me you went to Pluto, then I would need more than just testimonial evidence. I would need you to back that up in some way. And the problem here is you have a group of people with a good reason to motivate them to not tell the truth, saying a story that is not even credible. I brought up all the problems with the evidence, like how did they have submarines? How did they have horses when there were no horses in North America? How did they make a trip across the Pacific in a submarine? Um, And you, you, you don't seem to think that that requires more investigation than just, well, they said it's true. That is not scientific. That is the antithesis of science.
1: I you just asked for an for evidence and I said okay well there this qualifies as evidence by the dictionary. And it's so not scientific just,
2: evidence is it? Oh well you are just moving the goalpost. Well, when we're talking about whether it's a scientific book, if I say, does it have evidence, I would expect it to have scientific evidence, not just people said they did a thing. Like, there's no science book out there where people say, hey, I think that bacteria will do this. And don't test it. And they just, like, let bacteria go. And then say, hey, bacteria did it, just take my word for it. That is not how science works. And it's bewildering that you think that...
1: For someone who does not believe in proof,
2: uh, do I ha- have evidence for this claim?
1: Oh, so okay, but not proof. So you, who are you to be telling me any of this stuff? Yeah. Okay. So now you're just you're, going you can't back tell to me the I'm definitions wrong. of proof. Yeah, you can't tell you're, me you're I'm going wrong back to the definitions. If you of don't
2: proof. even, I can claim tell you that you're that, unscientific. Yeah, though. I'm wrong. Right? I can tell you you're being unscientific because you're willing to take the word of people saying it's true over the process of experimentation, observation, um, systematic testing in order to find out that it's true. And that's why the Book of Norman will never be a science book or a scientific book. It's because it doesn't have that process. And you can pleading. go to other deaf it's not special pleading. How is it special pleading? How's it special pleading?
1: Oh well, that definition doesn't qualify, or, or neither does this definition qualify. It has to be my special definition of qualify, or to, in order to qualify that. I'm not really seeing academia use that. You're kind of off, kind of on the academia there. does
2: use that. Academia does exactly use the definitions I've been using. They except what they don't use their is your definitions. Except what they don't use is your definitions, Kyle. That's what they, they do don't use. My use. Definitions. They That's don't why just they use it say from so broadly. Hey, it's no, no, no. Kyle, if you think academia believes that the Teletubbies is scientific, I don't know what to tell you. I'd love for you to go to your university or college and start telling professors that the Teletubbies is scientific. It's I, systematically I, organized. You're welcome it's got to... a
1: beginning, it's got a middle, it's got an end, it tells a story, and it uses some... It has The some Teletubbies uses... is
2: not scientific, mate. I'm really sorry to break it to you, but there is no observation, testing, like when we're talking about science, we're talking about the scientific method. Don't you think it has to do with
1: audience retention, right? Don't you think they ever do any kind of studies on audience retention and what's going to play better to their their target audience? And so they definitely do study, like the things that they show in in that. And when they the field is called communication, they're trying to teach children things. And so they are very much trying to be educational. It's an educational kids show.
2: Right. Yeah, so the the field is called communications, Kyle, not Teletubbies, okay? And There's nothing scientific is a about the Teletubbies. Yes it is because it does yeah. too, observation, experimentation. But you're trying to say that anything at all that uses anything systematic is science is That's wrong dictionary it's 100 wrong no it's not i read out you can dictionary tell me that the definition defi- and, dictionary and you dictionary agreed definition to it. Wrong. The, the systematic study is, of right the there. structure and mark, up, behavior we'll of the physical over. and natural world through observation experimentation and the testing of theories against the evidence obtained that does not apply to the teletubbies because they're not doing experimentation they're not doing testes of theories against evidence obtained you agreed to that In definition seconds, and it doesn't back. match what you're saying
1: okay well
2: my my proof is in
1: the pudding okay it's right there in the dictionary anyone can look it up
2: yeah so this is this is sort of the dishonesty of sort of going well i've gone to this particular definition in this dictionary that i've sort of cherry picked out um that sort of because his first definition was from dictionary.com, but he doesn't want his second one to be for that because he can't twist it to make it's it fit what, what exactly Google. what he wants. It's the same so, thing. I don't want um, to dictionary. Yeah, if I com. could finish, Kyle, like if you could let me finish, or are you just going to be rude? Is that what you're going to do? Um, so if you go to um, a dictionary, what it's doing is it's telling you how the words are used in society. So very broad definitions. It's not telling you this is how it has to be used. And and note the dishonesty of missing the first definition and going straight to the second. He is, excuse me, he is cherry picking what definitions he wants to try and twist them to how he wants them to be used. And I want the evidence for these things happening because you agreed to my definition that says you required evidence. So what evidence, scientific evidence, do you have for the submarines, the horses, the the people building a massive civilization that we can't find anymore what evidence please
1: okay so yeah submarines I don't think they like we're in Joseph Smith's day okay like submarines was that even like invented yet so how would Joseph Smith know what a submarine did he just invent the submarine like the moment he wrote about that I I don't think so uh but yeah evidence comes from God Okay. We watch miracles happen in our lives. Okay. We say prayers, we get answers to our prayers. Many people have seen angels themselves. I've got many ancestors who've seen many miracles throughout their life and documented it. Okay. And so it's because we follow the word, we study the word and we apply the teachings into our lives. We pray, we get answers to our prayers and then God speaks to us and says, Hey guys, this book is for real. Okay. Doesn't matter if they're given technology that was given to them, you know in advance before everyone else did okay that's all irrelevant okay
2: yeah so, so Carl, you're sorry go ahead
1: so I'm just saying that that's it okay this is yeah. all about a study and building a relationship okay putting the words under the uh, giving experimenting upon the word there we go
2: yeah no that's not science so so it doesn't matter what of your ancestors saw what or claim to see what or what you say you've seen or whatever that that is not what science is like i don't just go observation kyle kyle can you please let me finish you are so rude man what is wrong with you
0: well let's just continue on Um, yeah let's try to uh, mitigate those interruptions
2: uh, like because if If you go into a lab and sort of say, hey, I saw an angel and my ancestors saw an angel and things, they will be going, well, how can we test for this? How can we experiment and find out if it's actually true? You think that people saying stuff is scientific. People just claiming stuff is not scientific. And um, the submarines, they called them barges. Um, they were built tight, that they would hold water unto like a dish, and the bottom thereof was tight like unto a dish, and the sides thereof were tight unlike unto a dish, and the ends thereof were peaked, and the top there was tight unto a dish, and the length thereof was the length of a tree, and the door thereof when it was shut was tight unlike to a dish. And they actually moved underwater, because they were anxious. behold, O oh Lord, in them there is no light whether we shall steer. Also, and also we shall perish for, in them we cannot breathe, save it is the air in them, therefore we shall perish. We're talking about an underwater barge, not powered with holes in the top and bottom. And see, so your your physicist will know that if you put a like airtight thing and a hole in the top and a hole in the bottom, the water will just fill it up. But apparently this didn't happen. So what evidence do you have that they actually sailed Across the Pacific, I might add, in these devices, it doesn't say that they only
1: opened it up underwater. It never mentions that they opened it up underwater, except for like in the hole below. They open it up when it t- when the it surfaces, and it doesn't say that they're always underwater. Okay, a lot of that time it describes them being at the surface of the water, but they went underwater periodically over due waves. And the one that powered it was God. Okay. God was the one who powered it. He kind of pushed it along through the waves. And so that was a huge part of that story that you're kind of not taking into consideration. And so if I want to prove that these things happened, I'd want to develop a relationship with this God that it speaks of and kind of watch him kind of make some movements in my life. And what ways is he powering my life and kind of pushing my life into different directions. And so for me, a huge thing for me was when I joined the military and God woke me up one morning and said, Hey, I want you to join the army. I'm like, what, why? I had no prior inclination to do so at any time in my life. The only time I thought about joining the army was when a paratrooper walked into my school and he's like, okay, you guys should join the army. I'm like, uh, why? What happens if you get stuck in a tree? You know, that was it. That was my only question for my only thought to it, but I woke up with this strong feeling within me saying I needed to join the army. And so, uh, I knew it was from God. So I did it. I joined and I was in there for eight years and there were three deployments, but I never went on a single deployment. It was kind of a miraculous thing. Kind of, I'm not doing anything to, you know, intentionally try to dodge bullets. I just said, okay, well, I'm going to join the army and uh, they gave me a ten thousand dollar sign-on bonus to do so, which I ended up using to serve my mission. And I got it written into my contract, hey, um, I want to go serve a mission. Can you do that in the middle of that? And so they're like, Oh, yeah, sure. And so we got it into my contract and they let me go on my mission, take two years off in the middle of all of that. And so my first uh the first deployment that happened, because I joined in at a time of war, they said, Okay, well, we're going to go ahead and uh you're, you're still in training here. So we're just going to go off and do this deployment without you. And so they went and did that deployment without me. And uh, they're like, yeah, there'll always be another war. And so after that, uh, I get my papers in after they get back and I go out on my mission and they're like, okay, well you go keep doing that. There's always going to be another war. And so they went on that deployment without me and uh, said, yeah, you just keep doing good stuff. And does so, that cost
2: time? This is going on forever. Oh,
1: well, I'm just telling you about how I watched God move in my life, and I was just going about doing good things, and three yeah, deployments happened. To do
2: well, with you're debate, talking about really.
1: the barges, right? And we're talking yeah. about And so there's many different experiences. Have you you finished your time? I'm trying to not interrupt you, but this
2: is going on forever. This is literally going on forever. (laughs) i You Um, you wanted an answer,
1: so I was just providing an answer.
2: So the whole idea that God powered it, like how do we test that God powered it? We can't. This is the thing. Kyle wants to say, oh, the evidence is that, excuse me, Kyle. Come on, dude. Like, what I'm is? Sorry, are we with having you? a
1: conversation, or are we just are we gonna... interns
0: monologuing here? Well, I was. Well, say, I, just, I don't uh, know. Just to be fair, you, you can't did get seem to, to stop talk. interrupting. Yeah, yeah, just to be fair, you did have a, a, a long stretch there, Kyle. So well, he make... could have
1: he could have made an insertion to say, "I want to I want to talk about what you're talking about there," because it seems like we're just
0: having taking That's true, Okay, before we get derailed, which is uh, we're going to hand it back to Mark for one. Up to open discussion.
2: Okay. Well, if open discussion is the way we're going, then you're fine if I interrupt you whenever I feel the need. Is that right? Go for it. Go for it. That's okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. No problem. Um, so he doesn't know that God actually powered these submarines. He just believes that God powered these submarines. There's no way we can scientifically experiment and find out if Except God did fact power that. these submarines. Well, he just wants to believe that is the case. How does he know God woke him up? His evidence for God powering the submarines, his scientific evidence for God powering the submarines, is that he woke up and wanted to join the military and says that it was God that let him do it. That is one of the most unscientific evidences I have ever heard in my entire life life bar none um if I wake up and I think that hey um my my you know sex drive made me want to do this thing it doesn't mean that that can power a submarine the level of illogic and irrationality here how do we actually test to see whether God can power a submarine or not we can't we just can't because that is something we cannot replicate that is why why the book of mormon is not a scientific book because there is no science he can actually use to demonstrate that it's the case like i pointed out with my science book we could go through that entire book and with a with a circuit boards and probe prove everything in that book to a certain level um Okay, Um. there's no I'm way... I'm like of like a the-
1: cherry pie. If my wife baked a cherry pie and wrote it down in her journal that I ate a cherry pie last week and uh, yeah, is there proof that she ate a cherry pie last week? I'm just kind of going off of what she
2: said. Well, this is the difference between mundane claims and claims that are extraordinary that require more evidence. As I pointed out, if you said you went down to the store or had a cherry pie, I would probably believe you. If you said you had a pie made out of... Um, aliens, I would probably need more evidence than just your word on it. Or if you said you had an elephant pie, I would probably like, I'm not sure I'd believe you, Kyle. I would need That's why more evidence. It's so essentially to, actually essential believe to that see that miracles happen
1: in our lives. And so I yeah, my ancestors came to the Americas, just dropped what they were doing, left Scotland and England and many other places, and they just said, I, I read this Book of Mormon, and I have a lot, I've had miracles happen to me and say, Wow. This Book of Mormon is true. And so they left generations behind them of living in in their homes, uh, leaving entire lifestyles and communities. And then they ended up coming to the Americas because of these experiences that they witnessed. Okay. These revelations that they had. We
2: don't, we don't think something so, is true, and it's certainly not scientific. Just because they believe it's true and happen to take actions on that belief, that does not say whether the thing is true or not true. It means that they believed it was true. So that doesn't mean that it is in fact true. I'm glad there are people use the word who true have and blown themselves there are people who have blown themselves into towers because they believe their religion is true. People have killed themselves because they believe their religion is true. It does not in any way change whether it is true or not that they believe it. It's irrelevant. Um, if, If you are being intellectually consistent, then you would have to say that that religion is true as well. As well as anybody that's done any change of lifestyle, you would have to say that's true. And then you're into the weeds of, well, all of these beliefs are contradictory with one another.
1: Okay. And as Dr. McLaughlin said, truth, it's not a scientific word, according to her. I don't agree with her, but apparently you do. So why are you using the word true so much when she banned that word?
2: Because they're talking about making verifiable, falsifiable models based upon experimental process. So what we're doing is we're doing models that are based upon a process, and those models try to as accurately as possible represent reality. The problem here, Kyle, is you just don't understand what science is. You've got no idea what it is. So you're basically no that's not an ad hominem that's you're, just you're demeaning truth. me
1: to try and to to try and uplift no, yourself I'm saying, not. you just I understand don't understand these
2: things you're demeaning me okay? you don't understand what now, science is i'm demeaning. sorry okay you're yeah, um, all right well you've got, you've got that it's not demeaning you it's demeaning your ideas of science because they're, me. they're not okay. what science
1: is you don't understand is talking about my intellect and what mm-hmm. i do and don't understand and that's demeaning me well you're, you're you're, what you've described is, is not science me. okay what trying you've, to bully what, me is not going to be what you have described
2: is persuaded. not science and no scientist would agree with you that okay. the teletubbies the are scientific right here is, wouldn't. Is, is, okay dictionary is right not so a scientist find a scientist a dictionary to is with a you.
1: scientific book as i as i described
2: no it's not
1: and you're welcome to believe that
0: all right, let's kick it into the old Q&A, everybody. Uh, thanks, okay. Mark Reed and Kyle, for a lively discussion here. And I'm sure that we're going to get a little bit more into it as we go through Q&A. You know, I like to uh, I like to milk these, uh, these Q&As for all they are. And, of course, you know, keep firing them in there. I mean, you know, half the Q&A, it, it seems like there might be a debate on when submarines were first created. I mean... Uh, it, you know, it seems like everybody's got a lot of different ideas about that. So <laughs> uh, maybe that'll be a future debate. I don't know. Well, maybe it just... wasn't
2: created by uh, somebody in the 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 sort of you know two thousand something DC. Science proves anything.
0: We'll get to closing statements here in a little bit. No, you, you can believe
2: in your submarines, Carl. Go for it. I mean, it's it's delightful, but not scientific, I'm afraid.
0: Well, you know, Noah's Ark can also
1: kind of be described that way because it was so. Airtight all the way around, so it's getting yeah. Noah's ark
2: didn't happen either.
1: Uh, you're welcome, there was to, no global. You're flood. welcome to think that okay. For someone who doesn't believe anything can be proven or true, um, you do you want to flood debate then? Is
2: certain, do you want to want a global flood debate then? Global flood debate later? I think be uh, well, fine. if you don't believe anything is
1: proven to be true, I don't think you have any grounds to say someone is wrong. About yeah, say that
2: is a red herring, that is just sort of no, you, no, no this is a direct. Well. This is um, my foundation just for sort of why saying, hey, I would
1: want to have a further debate with you. Well, it's kind of like a okay. fundamental. Okay. Well, if you part. want to go down someone this route, someone who does not well, believe if you, that if you want to go, go down, down this truth, route, you should not be saying, making any kind of debate yeah. whatsoever.
2: So it's just, it's just the only your your black and white thinking is sort of the only time we can know anything is when we have absolute proof, which is how they use the said word in that in that, I never in said that, that category. So that is the Strong what you're projecting enemy. but it is not actually what what we believe and Strong. science itself is there to make nod, uh, models that we can describe the world and therefore have knowledge about it but you're sort of saying unless it's a proof unless it's an unequivocal fact like you have in mathematics then you 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 don't you don't have the license to say anything which is absurd
1: yeah, you're manning me. I never said what that. What do you
2: have absolute knowledge of, Kyle? What do you have absolute knowledge of? Cats eat food. Really?
1: My cat are your eats food.
2: Correct. Let's My go down this rabbit hole. How do you know?
1: I think we're kind right, of getting, getting off, five off on minutes, another guy's. I will have tangent. fun with that. Yeah. Okay. My cat eats food. I I can feed it. I can touch it. I can smell it. Yeah. I can. You observe have
2: absolute it. certainty of that. You have absolute absolute, absolute certainty.
1: certainty. Absolutely, because certainty. your senses are true, and you don't claim it can be proven that cats eat food, and that's why I. What if I don't feel your like senses are wrong? Point in having any further debate with you on the matter. What if you're in the matrix? What if you're in the matrix, Kyle? Kyle, what if you're in
2: the matrix? What if you're in the matrix?
1: Okay, even things on a computer screen. Okay, I, I like to play Arc. Okay, on a computer screen. Oh, me too. Okay, these are actual things. Okay, this is food on the game, right? And so that game is truth within that sphere within that that realm but it's not
2: it, absolutely true is it
1: it is absolutely Oops. true i am playing no, it's not this absolutely game it's absolutely yeah
2: because it, it's not absolutely true for that character they're just zeros and ones that's the absolute truth so that is true but that doesn't that mean thing that, thing that it's no that doesn't mean that that is not, true yes so it's not games. absolute truth so you're not absolutely sure of anything it, either it, i never said that oh dear no, you're oh dear
1: you're oh dear, hanging. you're not okay. absolutely
2: sure of anything either. So you're basically I in never the same said that. Part. You're not listening to a thing I said. No, you're, you're sort of trying to say if if you're not absolutely sure, if you you don't have proofs, these this this tangible proofs, proofs only exist in mathematics. There's a very good reason for that. It's because in order to have a proof, it has to be a hundred percent absolute. That is what a proof is in science, in maths. And that's why in science we say we don't deal in proofs. But you want to ignore that. You want to take a definition of the word proof, misapply it, and then say, Oh, well, I gotcha. I can now ignore everything you've got to say. Such a dishonest tactic. It is it is really, really bad, Kyle. It's really bad. That's false accusation. Sorry. No, it's not. It's absolutely it's absolutely it does not fit the
1: definition of dishonesty by any
2: means yes it does it's because you like i've seen you take the second definition ignore the first i've seen you go to a different dictionary to get other definitions you oh, are being dishonest I, use,
0: I,
1: I can use both dictionaries but let's can, have a let's have, have a flood debate kyle you a let's have
0: a flood definition. debate too Unless, Unless let's the dictionary have a flood itself debate. i think dishonest. that's something we can do uh if yeah? that's something you guys I, will well i'd like to
2: hear kyle agree to it can we have a flood debate you don't believe anything
1: can be proven to be true. That's Therefore, not an answer, Kyle. say that That's is not an true. Answer. It's not a debate with you. That's a dodge. Okay. Well, That's say, a dodge. Well, you're well, dodging right now. Do well, because I want to push. You're dodging I, right I, now. I, Just say yes I'd or no. Said, I, it's a simple no. Not unless you can meet no, that bare okay. minimum requirement. You can't back up the flood. That's that fine. Is You can't debate
2: the flood. I can't debate it, but you refuse to
1: accept anything as proof. You don't believe there is a proof. So if you can't say that there's that it is I, proven, I, I, I you have accept no evidence. means of saying it is not proven.
2: I will accept evidence and I will accept like evidence that the p- a preponderance of evidence view, but you can't that convinces anything. me that yeah, something not is debate. true. Not even Why do mind. you keep just talking over the topic? I, I you're will a accept that. And
1: you're not having a conversation and open. No, discussion. I am
2: having a conversation. I'm saying that I will accept a preponderance of evidence that convinces me that me. that is true. And that is what we're dealing with. The whole idea that you need some kind of 100% absolute proof, if you're defining proof, as just significant evidence that weighs the facts in your favor, then I will accept proof, right? So that's a colloquial definition of proof. That's one usage for it. Then I will accept it. That's not what science says proof is. Proofs only exist in maths. That's why I'm saying you're misapplying these definitions. All
0: right, we'll let you uh, wrap it up there, uh, Kyle, for the discussion. Uh, I think Mark's uh, expressed his point there. So we'll give you 30 seconds and we'll go right into the Q&A.
1: All right, my proof is in the pudding. It's in right here in the dictionary definitions that I directly cited. And uh if you disagree with the dictionary, if you claim the dictionary is dishonest, then I'm being dishonest. But you actually that's really the dictionary, the dictionary being dishonest. Well, that's not really there, me. I'm just yeah, the one who's
2: quoting the dictionary. Well, you said I could interrupt anytime I want. So Yeah, go for it. You know. I'm sorry. I've I'm yeah, not
1: really you... trying to monologue and so when I start speaking, I have the courtesy to try and Allow you to say, okay, yeah, so I, I got you, that. you, you want don't
2: cite the dictionary, you cite like sources, like papers and things. Nobody cites the dictionary, it's just like, just it's not a thing. Oh, obviously, like,
1: I'm obviously that's a demeaning me again because I'm now suddenly I'm nobody.
2: Well, stop using it wrong, then, then we'll you know, we'll stop having to correct you. All right, well, we have
0: lots of questions here, and there's more pouring in. Uh, keep them coming, everybody, because uh, as you can see, we've got lots of fire on our heels now as far as our subject is going tonight. Uh, so we're going to get right to it. Uh, Big Bad Mama, $5? Yeah. Kyle, explain how Joseph Smith, as a supposed prophet, misinterpreted both the Kinderhook plates and the Egyptian book of the dead papyrus. That is a loaded question. I'm not going to bother with that.
2: Um, he did actually get these scrolls from the mummies that were papyrus and translated them as the Book of Abraham. Actually, did you say Jacob. actually?
1: Um, you did say actually?
2: Yeah, yeah. He he mistranslated them into the Book of Abraham and the Book of Jacob somehow. I don't think you can say. Um, actually Egyptologists you can say it's looking proven. at the um, papyrus went, yeah, they're the Book of Dead Funeral Rites, very common in Egypt, but he just made up the book of Abraham and the book of Jacob from these funerary rites and somehow claimed it was divine revelation. It's ludicrous. And you don't claim it's proven, so I don't think you get the one to
1: make that definitive claim. A person who disclaims claims really? science never proves anything should never, ever make definitive claims.
2: Really? Yeah. So that's not evidence for you, that's just... Like, you oh, fall I, I, don't, back on I don't that claim sort it's, of straw man okay, of my you position because science doesn't have proofs. Then you can't actually claim that the, the, your evidence weighs against anything I believe. You have you no don't have right proofs. to say actually that is ever. the strawiest man. That is the biggest scarecrow I have ever seen, Kyle. Well scarecrow, done, scarecrow, huh? I uh-huh, yeah, misrepresented like you. Man. I just,
1: yeah, this is your terms. Yeah. You said you, science never proves anything, so yeah, that negates all rights to you yeah that doesn't follow. ever use the word actually
2: that doesn't follow that doesn't follow because just because there's no proofs as i've explained doesn't mean you can't have overwhelming evidence for something that convinces you of actually of does not mean
1: overwhelming evidence that's too separate things
2: so all of the egyptologists were lying when they said it was a normal papyrus with the book of the dead that we find you don't get to speak
1: on behalf of all egyptologists do you
2: i said all the egyptologists that that like reviewed oh now you're now you're moving the post
1: you said all the egyptologists now you're yes all the egyptologists
2: that looked at the papyrus
1: yeah no okay you don't get to speak on on behalf of all won't the Egyptologists. you address you this? haven't even cited Why a single egyptologist okay, I mean, I mean, I a single so i can't speak on behalf of any egyptologist that i haven't seen i can't i can't give account for anything like that
0: so yeah all right everybody well mark what's um, that up keep those super chats coming in we're going down the rabbit hole now
2: okay so the mormon scholar david bokevoy um is he an uh, egyptologist said, yes mormon scholar and you claim that is proven fact um Terrell givens has suggested the characters are early examples of egyptian symbols used to translate that the modic is reformed egyptian <laughs> so it's like <laughs> mainstream scholars just went no john a wilson professor of egyptology from time to time there are allegations i cited one of them in my opening i can't believe this from time to time, there are allegations that picture writing has been found in America. In no case has a professional Egyptology been able to recognize these characters as Egyptian hieroglyphs. From our standpoint, there is no such language as reformed Egyptian. I rest my case.
1: Uh, As if it's a proven fact. Yeah, right. (laughs) You're just contradicting yourself. Uh, you said I what, I needed to cite hey, someone. You, you rested your case. You rested your case. I get, I get you.
0: All right. Well, let's move on from there. Uh, Satan himself is in the chat. Uh, asked Ooh. a question. What evidence do you have that Jesus walked on water or even existed?
1: What evidence do I have? Well, I've got evidence. It, is, it qualifies as a testimony so i have many testimonies and that's what the that's the whole entire new testament okay it's that's what testament means It's a testimony oh, yeah. who
2: who who saw that happen who the, people, the
1: authors of the book that they talk about it who
2: authored the books matthew, matthew mark luke mark, john luke, who james the... and
1: john those are all uh, authors of the book
2: yeah did it ever say that those people authored the book
1: it says it right there the book of this the book of john the, yeah that's kind of what the book of john means
2: those are traditional authors they attribute them to these people we don't know for sure that they actually wrote them talk to biblical well you don't claim sometimes.
1: to know anything so i don't yeah so that's is that your is response to me. for everything it's going to be because that's what you are uh, that's that's your philosophy so you're gonna you gotta own it huh?
2: that's your philosophy that's a, that's a, that's, a that's a scientific Thing. And that's why the Book of Mormon is not scientific. Because what you do, which isn't scientific, is claim to know, believe that you know, think you can't be wrong, and that makes you right. And that's not how that works. It doesn't matter I, how I much, never much you that, think you're, you're wrong, right. You you're not right because you think you can't be wrong. So, you know, this is I never why said the that. Book of Mormon is okay. never, ever going Represent to be please. It. When you start representing me correctly, but I have—that's the thing. <laughs> You're basically saying because I acknowledge there's no proofs in science, I can't know anything. That is your claim, and it, it's complete non sequitur. One. I thing never said that.
1: From the other. I never said that. You're misquoting. Then I can entirely. know things, right? You're making things
2: up. Then I can know things, right? Then I can know things, right? That I can
1: know things. I and okay, wh- When did I ever say that? These. This quote, when did I ever give you this quote?
2: You're dismissing what, whatever I've presented, you're dismissing because there's no proofs in science. I say, I know this because of these reasons. And you say, no, but there's no proofs in science. How do you, like, if you're acknowledging that I can know things, why are you dismissing them? Because I say there's no proofs This is science? the
1: world according to your knowledge. I'm not dismissing that. I, I that was part of my opening statement. That yeah, this and is, one of
2: us is giving yeah. evidence of how we know it. Like, you're not, I am.
1: I, I did. And so i because that's kind of part of my opening statement there is just because it's not the Book, of, the Book of Mormon isn't part of your paradigm, the world according to your knowledge, that doesn't mean it's not the world according to my knowledge. And so I I don't agree with the heliocentric model. I find a lot of different faults in it, uh, but I still consider it scientific, even though it's not part of my knowledge, it's a part of someone else's knowledge. And because it's part of their knowledge, therefore, I can call it scientific.
2: That's and I just ask that you give the same scientific. respect to the Book of Mormon. That's not what makes something scientific. It's whether it has followed the methodology like it's fil- systematized like methodological in naturalism is actually the correct term for it. Methodological naturalism.
0: All right. Well, you know what yeah. I know? I know that it's time to move on. Uh thank you so much for your question, Satan. That wasn't actually a super chat. That was one I pulled out of the chat earlier. Uh, because we didn't have a whole lot of super chats at the time and Uh, I was getting a little concerned there, but it looks like we've got lots to keep us busy here. Uh, So we're going to keep on going, keep those Super Chats coming in. Um, Like I said earlier, you know, uh, these guys have lots of thoughts regarding the subject here and uh, uh, lots of ways that they discuss it. So moving on. Um, Sorry about your name. Uh, Not in a literal sense. I'm just going to probably butcher it however you wanted it pronounced. Udhef Hachu, or Heku? I don't know. Five dollars. Can... Kyle, science is repeatable. Do you have examples of things only Book of Mormon teaches that we can repeat and retest and demonstrate to make sure that it's true? That we can repeat and retest. Yeah, we can.
1: That's the biggest invitation uh, is prayer. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, and we can repeatedly pray. Yeah, and get answers to our prayers. And it We've doesn't mean prayer, we're that. not. Uh, okay well, you claimed that but again you claimed, did not have any proof of
2: that so that
1: yeah so that that, that, that that
2: sort of explanation isn't asking me actually the temple twin foundation did an experiment with intercessory prayer and found that sick people if they're being prayed for and that they're being comment. prayed for they actually um get work they do worse than than people that sort of don't know they're being prayed for but the, the prayer didn't make any difference whatsoever um to to the healthiness of the people they prayed for so we we know prayer doesn't work we've experimented Oh uh,
1: yeah i'd say uh buffalo bill's niece definitely said otherwise buffalo bill's niece uh had a like a really life-threatening condition and it wasn't until john alexander Dowie went and said a prayer over her that she was healed and it was a, a huge thing. And that was kind of what this whole thing, Buffalo bill was a huge famous guy back in like the 1920s and uh very, very public. And when his niece was miraculously healed, that turned eyes to a lot of people, a lot of heads turned, what just happened there? And because it was so such a big deal, uh, that really gave John Alexander Dowie a lot of notoriety and uh definitely was a yeah. huge help for him in founding the city of zion illinois which was the flatter city where they taught publicly and openly that the earth is flat in their schools
2: yeah so like you know go to a doctor if you're ill don't rely on prayer for a start like see a medical professional um the, the whole idea is that prayer works prayer doesn't bring back you know amputees arms or legs or anything actually significant it's always diseases oh, that so either, you kind of- um you know can sort of heal on their own or, or go into remission or something like that it's never Which you anything. claim has no proof to nobody that. has had their like eye gouged out and suddenly replaced by prayer it's it's nonsense that's incredul-
1: that's me. incredulity you can't you cannot account for everyone in the entire world you're just saying that because there is no one that you are aware of that's what you really mean okay there's no one that you are aware of that has happened but that doesn't mean it's never happened
2: well, I mean, like I said, we've got evidence that prayer doesn't do anything. The Templeton Foundation did a study. There's other studies that have been done on the effect. of
1: Evidence, but not proof. Um, it doesn't actually so, yeah. do anything.
2: Yeah. So, so you know, go to a medical professional if you are sick. Don't rely on prayer. That's all I can say. All
0: righty. Uh, let's move on from there. Well, I mean, that question was for you, Kyle. Did you wrap up all your thoughts on that? Yeah. All right, cool. All right, Coffee Mom, uh, thanks for your membership for six months. It's awesome. Uh, glad to see you in the uh, the old live chat there again. ninety nine. Scientifically, Native Americans aren't Jewish.
1: They are welcome well, to be. make that claim. Uh, I wonder if this person is one of those people who claims that science never proves anything also because that would be kind of a big deal because that would mean there's no proof that they are not Jewish.
2: There we go uh they the DNA has uh, literally no Middle Eastern um markers in it whatsoever like that that claim has been absolutely shot out of the water um yeah there's no there's no markers for for near Middle Eastern DNA in the Native Americans just isn't there
1: and you're welcome to say that
2: for well, someone who true. doesn't
1: claim that's their proof or true, that's another well, taboo for you. <laughs>
2: well, if if you're if you're um if you're uh, saying that it is true, then you should um I never uh, have to come true. up with it uh, yeah. because a Mormon researcher such as anthropologist Tom, Thomas W. Murphy and ex-Mormon plant geneticist Simon Salatin, so even Mormons state that, there, that there's no detectable presence of ancestors from the ancient Middle East in Native American populations, and that poses substantial evidence to contradict the Book of Mormon. You I can actually say it's said evidence,
1: but you can't claim it's a proven fact or truth as a, on, on your terms. Oh no!
2: So DNA evidence, we don't rely on anything that for anything like I don't know crime scene analysis and stuff. Is it proof of anything? You can just say it's evidence, but I can also
1: point to a lot of different evidences. But that's just your evidence versus my evidence. But you unless you can actually any prove evidence. anything, unless you can actually prove anything, it's just all null and void.
2: You, you haven't. You haven't. You haven't presented any evidence all you've done is just state anecdotes i'm sorry you've just dis- you've just dismissed any, and-
0: any claim i did so yeah let's go on all right uh so uh yeah it had uh, sent me a message there uh you know he's been on here quite a bit and uh thanks for uh being in the live chat there as and uh, doing what you do uh and helping out with the discord uh he would asked uh if each of you could define knowledge I'll give you guys each. Uh, just by uh, true I'll, belief. So I'll just, uh, yeah, Mark, I think he's already got it there. So I'll kick it over to you, Kyle. 15 seconds. Uh, well, what is an an knowledge An acquaintance with
1: you? facts, truths, principles from study, investigation, general erudition. All right. Knowledge of many things. Okay. It's an acquaintance or familiarity gained by sight, experience, or report.
0: I like that one. All right. Excellent. Thank you so much for Familiarity.
1: That. That's not a declaration that this is true. It's just a uh,
0: familiarity with the thing. All right. Excellent. We'll continue on from there. And thank you so much to both of you for answering that question there. All right. Jolly Roger, $11 Canadian. Hey, hey, another Canadian. Uh, Kyle, I still don't understand how you consider the Book of Mormon to be scientific. Can you rephrase or use an example or analogy? Please elaborate. So we'll give it, the, uh, the Book of Mormon has been
1: systematized. It's in chronological order. It's also been organized by the author. Of who wrote the book and so that this is Lord the words the according Rings. to nephi this is the words according to alma and so it it's organized and it's also using the english language and the english language uh yeah it's been organized very systematically in in a way that it can be understood okay and so that's all systematic which is by yeah, definition which is the definition for the word scientific
2: yeah, so yeah. Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones is systemized as well into chapters. It doesn't mean they're scientific thank you. books, and thank you. Yeah, they're not scientific books either. Like, if you're um, saying you Lord can, of the you can, Rings, you can is move scientific, the goalpost all you want, but that, that is hilarious. Is a mile wide. That is hilarious. No, no, you're shifting the goalpost from like, if you're actually sitting here and claiming that Lord of the Rings is a scientific book, you realize it is that systematized.
1: Don't you? it is systematized.
2: And so, yes, <laughs> okay, no, no, no. I, if systematized means scientific, and you're yes, it does, it does by the dictionary, right, it
1: does. Yes, I said you.
2: if Kyle, if that is the case, then Lord of the Rings according to you Is a scientific book. Not according to me. Not according to me. According to the dictionary. No, no. According to you. Because nobody else shares your dictionary. Nobody else would say that Lord of the Rings is a scientific book because it is fiction. And the characters have just as much chance of existing in the Book of Mormon as they do in Lord of the Rings. We have the same evidence for both. I'm just telling you. There is no evidence for Bilbo Baggins, and there is no evidence for Nephi and his family in submarines. It's not a
1: requirement to be systematized knowledge. Evidence is not a requirement.
2: No, you heard it here, folks. Lord of the Rings is a scientific book according yes, to Kyle. it
1: is, According to the dictionary. Okay. It's a mile wide no mile wide gold. No, course. nobody thinks dry... that, the Kyle. You can... are the
2: only one that thinks that.
1: Obviously that's not the case because it's going by the dictionary and I'm not the one who wrote the dictionary. Thank you. No,
2: it's not going by the dictionary because the dictionary is not saying that. <laughs> it is it's going not by the saying dictionary. that. It says no, it's, like... your, it's your war, war, warped interpretation of the definition Systematic that you have cherry thoughtful. picked that has been <laughs> that, applied that to something right to try to excuse that the Book of Mormon is about as scientific as Lord of the Rings. I never They're both that, not I scientific that books. That is they are scientific by the dictionary.
1: It's a mile wide goalpost. And like I said, I'm knocking that word off its pedestal. And that's exactly what I did. You haven't knocked, knocked it off anything. the pedestal. I you're pointed out wrong. what the dictionary says, and
2: you can like, say You're just 100% wrong. There's nothing all right, right about what you're saying. You haven't knocked anything, Carl. You're, you're that. just, that's the only I mean, you're just you being ignorant, ignorant. That's that's of what science you can actually that's is. Wrong, that's and all you're showing your ignorance. That's all you're doing
0: let's move it's, on there and uh you know as a fellow lord of the rings person uh i just have to oh, let I everybody i just have to let everybody in the live chat know you know that scene where aragorn kicks the helmet no i'm kidding i'm kidding I, i'm not gonna do that like <laughs> i'm not gonna be that he broke person. his toe in that scene i know i know but everybody <laughs> everybody insane. has to mention it when they bring up the movie so i'm just being that person all i can yeah. say is full of a took yes yes exactly I just uh i enjoy how every time gandalf gets stuck on something uh the very next scene he's there with his pipe from
1: it is methodical yeah yeah it um, is organized it's written in the english language and it's know. got paragraphs and grammar and it's all uh or it's not just random letters it's all been and kind of processed scientific.
3: Scientific. i was You're
1: welcome just, to say I... that that's the only thing you can do in, in this debate is just say no, that is not case. And that's, that's all. No, no, no. I've that's, outlined that's, what science is. No, no, no. I've outlined what
2: science is, the procedure of science. I've taken the thing from dictionary.com, because that's the source that you liked using and showed that your, your, your whole thing has no experimentation. There's no way you can replicate what you're claiming to be true. That <laughs> is a requirement of science that you can replicate, according you to your
1: very, very narrow goalpost that you've moved. No, no, there's no moving
2: the goalpost. You don't get to decide what science is. You you've just basically gone, Well, I'm gonna cherry pick, twist a definition from some dictionary that I didn't even get the source of that. You just said the internet is what you said, or Google is where you got it. Said you cited a dictionary, which is so wrong, I can't even, you know, imagine who would use that in a sense. And then you sort of said, Hey, because I've now like sort of made anything, literally anything science. Then I can claim my book is scientific. Well, I'm sorry, you can't change reality like that. It's not scientific. This is a religious book. It's nonsense. It's not scientific in the slightest.
0: All right. Well, let's this... continue on. Um we got lots of super chats and I'm Oxford sure. Oxford be...
1: languages is the one who defined it that way.
0: So you can say Oxford is wrong. <laughs> All right. Well, uh yeah, we'll continue on from there because I'm sure that we'll eventually come full circle, uh, regardless. So uh let's see here yeah i was just talking about gandalf trying to calm himself down during the stressful situations and we ended up getting uh right back on the topic so let's get back to our q a everybody um uh, so elusive viper nice to see you again five dollars uh fyi the first submarine was created 200 years before the book of mormon now i got a question um uh, kyle just because i'm curious i uh, as as far as uh as far as that history goes, when would the Book of Mormon been published?
1: uh the Book of Mormon was published, I think in 1830? I don't remember perfectly.
0: Okay, so
2: Okay. He's saying um about... I just want to yeah, go ahead. I just want to add that in in Kyle's definitions, he missed definition 1, knowledge about structure and behavior of natural physical world based on facts you can prove by example, by experiments. He skipped number two, the study of science, he skipped definition three, a particular branch of science and went to four, um, a system for organizing knowledge about a particular subject, especially one concerned with aspects of human behavior or society. So yeah, this, this sort of quote mining of the dictionaries to get the one that he wants and then twisting it exactly what he's doing. It's
1: can it be described as scientific? And my doesn't, claim was that it can. It doesn't and, mean the context, yeah, it's got magic. a mile wide post.
2: Okay. It can be defined yeah. that way. No, no, no. Your, your, your dishonesty has just been unveiled. It's you're not going dishonest past by every enemies. single definition down to the very last one, Kyle. Not
1: dishonesty, your your claim is, is just dishonesty. Uh, demeaning. You're just trying to demean me, even though there's no how can I to substantiation be demeaning you to your claim.
2: I've just said that that is dishonest to go and like And you sort have of no proof of that claim.
1: claim to go off of. So you have just you're all. Oh, your I've got a lot of evidence for that that's claim. I just gave it to you. And you have discredited all of your definitive statements.
2: So. No, no, no. I, I have a lot of evidence for that claim. I just gave it. Yeah, so, it's just not you proof, know, right? Good for no, you. Let's,
0: go, let's go on. All right. So Next the reason, question. The reason I ask is, uh, yeah, that I'd put it around, like, what, 1600s? Because the next question, uh, or the next answer was discovering ancient history with Pat Lowinger. $2, thank you so much for your super chat, said the submarine was conceived by W. Bourne in fifteen seventy. Eight. i did not know that and now before you guys get mm-hmm. to that right after that ozion talks uh says for two dollars the first submarine was used in 1863 naval history um so 63 1830 I... is,
1: predates 1863 well yeah the reason but that tell i was me asking... more
2: about how it was powered by god like did he have a <laughs> paddle did he, did he did he have an engine is it a god engine Did he, did he shoot light rays down and power it that way? He could have just
1: pushed it the whole way. I don't know. Oh,
2: very scientific. Yes. Yes. Very scientific. Yes.
0: Well, the reason I ask is because we got all different answers here on like the submarine was conceived. So maybe that's the idea. The
2: the concept had been come up with before um, Joseph Smith looked into his hat and wrote it or, uh, you know, whatever he was doing to, you know, come up with this magic book. Yeah. it, it 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 wasn't really something that was implemented heavily at all. Um but the way that they described it in there was pretty bad. Um it wouldn't have worked. They need miracles to make it work, which you know yeah, I suppose I agree. if miracles are scientific, then you know, they I are. suppose we should just all <laughs> miracles are scientific. Yes, they are. So Oh really? Well, let's move on. Uh what What's an experiment you can do on a miracle to replicate it? To
1: replicate a miracle. I don't uh-huh. think it has to necessarily be replicatable
0: in order to be scientific. We've already discussed this. Let's move on. All right, let's continue on. Uh we got lots of questions and uh you know people keep them coming in. Um you know we're talking about is the Book of Mormon scientific? Uh we've been talking oh, about uh, Well, we've been talking about all kinds of different things. Uh, So, you know, definitely check out this debate. Uh, We're going to put it into our podcast and uh, link all of our guests in that description. But uh, as for you guys right now, I see that we have 72 likes and 244 people watching. Um, So once again, you know, if you guys have those arthritic wrists, I mean, you know, just, just use your nose. Hit that like button, whatever you have to do uh, to get this into the algorithm. So uh, let's continue on. D- discovering, that was, yeah, we went through the, uh, our submarines. Oh, my goodness. Uh, for $2 from Davagar says, the submarine, <laughs> I don't know, he's being a comedian. He said, the submarine will be invented in 2041 by a Mormon.
2: <laughs> Sorry.
0: Oh, Davgar, thank you for, uh, thank you for That's some humor no. there. You know, uh Back to the Lord of the Rings references. Speak friend and enter. Well, thank you so much for that, Daviger. Uh That's uh, just kind of fun there. So Jolly Roger, $11 Canadian, uh, says, Kyle, you mentioned people getting an answer from God that the book is true. Do you think that experience is different from those who say God told them that the Quran is true? And if their experience is different or if different, so how or how so? Sorry. I haven't met many.
1: I haven't met anyone so far that told them that the quran is true and so if they would like to have a discussion with me and talk about kind of their experiences that led them to that conclusion i'd be more than happy to engage with
2: that yeah you haven't met a muslim like they all claim that the book is true and the thing is that they've got exactly that's not what he asked they ask us
1: what what about a person who has been told by god that the quran is true and i've spoken yeah. with many Muslims, but I've never met a Muslim that told me that God told them that the Quran was true. I've seen a lot of people say, oh, well, I think the the Quran is true because of this, this and this, but that's not, that's something different than God telling them that it's true. Has
2: God told you the Book of Mormon is true? Yes. Um, how do you know it was God?
1: How do I know it's God? That's a really good question, but I can only point to experience with that. And so there's a lot of different voices out there. And uh, learning about, you know, which uh, the as the Savior taught my sheep hear my voice and they know me. And so the only way we can know the voice of the Savior is through experience. And uh, it takes years to distinguish which voice is his.
2: But you can't be sure, can you? Because if you've only heard one voice, then you can't be sure that, that there's not another voice out I, there. I don't
1: claim I've God. only heard one voice. Oh, I just, you've heard multiple voices. I just said voices. there's many voices yeah. out there. And I've definitely heard many uh-huh. different
2: voices. And so, Right. Yeah. So how do you know that the one that you think is God is God?
1: There's a distinguishing factor uh, with the one that is God. And uh, yeah, when I think about just going to church and some of like the really powerful moments, uh, such as... For me, it was in the military when I was seeing the night and day difference between the military culture and suddenly being able to go back to church. And while I was in the army and having that experience to just sing there, the spirit of God, like a fire is burning. And I felt on fire. It was like throughout my whole body. And I could just feel God singing with me that. Yeah the the spirit of god like a fire is burning is a very powerful moment and so how uh, do you know
2: that wasn't a um infinitely powerful demon that's out to trick you uh
1: yeah if, if so then it was a pretty convincing but i don't i, I don't, so you think don't know demons are out there uh teaching people to love and the, yeah it's just like i said experience might and be building
2: might be just luring into a into false demon. sense I, of security That's not
1: really uh that's not a a definition but you
2: don't know for sure do you you don't know for sure because there's no reason why an infinitely powerful demon couldn't sort of trick you in some way
1: oh for sure there's there yeah tricks can happen out there and I don't deny that and so so you're not sure okay um about that I just said that there's an a level of experience and so that's all I'm that's all I'm make that's all I'm but it could be a
2: demon it could be a day de- you already said it could be a demon that's fine yeah. you know you're not sure yeah you're not sure
0: okay let's move yep. on all righty um let's scroll on up and that was jolly roger thank you so much for this super chat a zion talks two dollars why did god send other men to die but not you
1: but why personal, did sorry. other
0: men, send? What? I'm sorry, can, can you ask that question again? I think he's asking I think the context of, about, the re- yeah. Yeah, of your military services there. So you can choose not to answer that where it's kind of a personal question, not really related to the subject entirely, but he is, you know, the whole idea of why did God send other men to die? Or you, you can even address just the broader question. Why would God send people to die uh, if you don't want to talk directly about, you know, your experience? Oh, it wasn't my story.
1: That was it. And so it wasn't my
0: story. Uh, there was part of their story, but not part of my story. All right. We can move on from there. Uh, thank you so much, Oh Zion. Uh, Jolly Roger. Thanks again. 550 Canadian. Kyle does believing your coworker went to university require the same amount of faith belief s- slash knowledge as believing Jesus was resurrected. So believing your coworker went to university uh, versus believing Jesus was resurrected. Um so they're saying that uh, does that require the same amount of faith or knowledge? I'd say so.
2: Really? Yeah. So if I said I went to university, do you think that would require the same level of faith or knowledge than if somebody if I said I rose from the dead? Why not? Um, it's, it's because people often go to university and, and enroll in university. Um, people don't often rise from the dead. Um, so um, if, if you said, hey, I went to university, I'd go, okay, cool, no problem. Um, if, if you said you rose from the dead, I'd be like, I would need more evidence for that because that's not something that happens ever that I've ever According seen. to your knowledge. Sure, okay. sure. What else would I base it on?
1: Oh, that's all you can go off of is your knowledge and so yeah.
2: Right, right. So if, if I'm going to tell you, hey, you've got to worship me because I rose from the dead and you just believe that, that's a problem for you, Kyle.
1: Well, Jesus never said worship me because I rose from the dead. So
2: yeah. But but if that was the case, like if I said, Hey, I, I rose from the dead, you would just believe that. Or if I said, I'm a prince from Nigeria, you would just believe that
1: uh I didn't say that either so yeah
2: okay well it just it's it's a really weird way to sort of evaluate claims as if somebody doing something supernatural and going to university are sort of require the same amount of evidence
1: oh it really kind of comes down to uh building a relationship of trust with that person doesn't it
2: well I've got a bridge to sell you Kyle
0: okay let's move on All right, let's continue on here. Uh, So, up we go again. Uh, Keep those super chats coming in, everybody, because uh, we're having lots of uh, fun having this discussion. Uh, Once again, we have a question uh, kind of related to your uh, military service there, so uh, uh, you can kind of choose to address the broader idea rather than talk about personal experiences. Uh, Kyle, how do you know God wanted you to join the military and not Fight because you were skipped, and God wants you to join, and you were skipped fighting because of your religion. I'm not sure if that was worded very well. Zarksorin, uh, uh, sorry for 10 euros. Uh, thank you so much. So, how do you know God wanted you to join the military and not fight because you were skipped, and God wants you to join, and you were skipped. You skipped fighting because of your religion.
1: Well, there was a lot of miracles that took place between then and there and then in the end of it. And so and I kind of walked through them. I remember going through basic training and I got sick one day and uh, and I was like, okay, And I was kind of nervous because if you get sick in the military, they could recycle you, which means they they send you all the way back to the beginning. And you have to spend the entire next summer doing the same stuff all over again. It takes like three months. And so I'm like, I was getting all nervous. And uh, so I ended up going on to to sick bay and uh which is military intelligence let me tell you you, you get, someone gets a tooth pulled and they end up going to sick bay and they're surrounded by a, bu- a whole bunch of other sick people and so if you're not sick and you go to sick bay then you come out being sick and it's just messed up but anyways um anyway, i get sent off to sick bay and uh while i was there there's a person that i needed to talk to he was interested in reading more about the book of mormon i had the uh unique opportunity to invite him to go to church and Uh, to come kind of answer some of his questions regarding the Book of Mormon. Uh, After that experience, I got better, like immediately. And then I was able to go back to work. And so there was kind of a, a, it, it was a really neat experience for me to see that I needed to be in a certain place and do a certain thing in order to kind of fill, fulfill a divine mandate and then kind of watch my life. Yeah. Immediately change afterwards. And so that or that was an infinitely again.
2: powerful demon that wanted somebody else to die, so they stopped you from going so someone could die in your place.
1: Um, if, if you believe in demons, sure. <laughs>
2: oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Okay, so
1: therefore yeah. that kind of outrules that claim, doesn't it? According to, on your terms.
2: Well, no. If you, if you believe in demons, then it could be possible, right?
1: Well, it depends on your uh why would the, why would demons
2: existing demons? depends on depend on whether i believe in it or not
1: well you're you're the one claiming it could be this and if you don't believe that then that kind of invalidates your claim that it could be this
2: no so you're the one making the logi- claim. it's not logically impossible in your worldview so this um, is an but internal that, you're the one who's suggesting that it
1: could be and so i don't think you sure. should be saying it could be if you don't believe that is the case at all so let's move what's on
2: what's logically impossible about it
1: what's wait you're about your claim
2: I'm not claiming that I'm saying that it's possible that it could be a demon I'm not claiming that is the case, but it is oh possible. so you you believe demons are possible now well sure okay great let's move on. I don't believe that they exist, but I'm not saying they're logically impossible. I'm just saying yeah okay, I, I think that just moves
1: that just that takes you out of the atheist category and puts you into agnostic so how' so. Um, that's my understanding of atheist is someone who does not believe that there is a God and uh, an an agnostic is someone who believes there could be a God, but they don't really know. It's a possibility, but just don't
2: really know. What part of did you miss when I said, I believe there are no demons? Like what part of that did you miss?
1: You believe that there are no demons? I thought you just said it was a possibility. I said
2: that it's logically possible. It's logically possible. Okay, there we go. Them.
1: There we go. I, you don't have to believe in them. You just have to say that it's possible. It, they,
2: not to be yeah. an atheist, all I have to do is not uh, is believe there are no gods to be an atheist under the strictest definition. Oh, and I, I believe there it, are no. As gods. my
1: understanding is kind of like a much more definitive claim. Maybe maybe my definition is wrong, and I'm open to that. If of
2: to atheists is somebody no who claims idea.
1: there is no god as a certain fact, and that's a different...
2: The, no because the, the no, atheism... theism is about belief that's what theism is is about belief theism from belief in the greek
0: theism from the belief okay
2: yeah let's it means belief
0: all righty let's continue on there uh yeah keep those super chats coming in uh we're having a great time here having a conversation conversation there on uh is the book of mormon scientific uh, we have been going a little bit over time so uh you know it's my common courtesy oh just sorry to... i'll
2: keep the comments to myself then.
0: no you're good you're good i think everything's fine in that regard but i will check with both of you to make sure that you guys are okay for time so mark are you good for yeah, time I'm
2: good.
0: yeah i'm good i'm good kyle yeah all right, cool. And uh did either of you want to get a refreshment or uh, go relieve yourselves? Uh, uh I got water, I'm good. good. All right. Okay. Well, I might I might skip out at some point because I got to I got to use the uh the old we won't get into it. Uh but uh let me just get the next chat up here before we get to that. All right. So, Everybody's agreed to stay a little bit longer so that's awesome. thanks everybody in the uh, live chat for coming out. Uh, you know I'm glad that we don't have a whole bunch of uh, spammers and uh, awful awful uh, copy paste uh, stuff. don't don't use that as an opportunity. I swear people I'll start blocking. No anyways and give a cool. like while you're there. Yes <laughs> certain- <laughs> I like you know what you're pressing it. I like it. Uh, so yeah let's continue on. Um, Jolly Roger. 550 canadian again kyle can you empathize as to empathize as to why mark may be frustrated as to why he came to this debate with the definition he did
1: can i empathize with that i understand that he kind of came to a debate where he might have had an impression of that this debate was going to be something other than it was because he didn't read the title of the debate
2: of the by, wasn't... by the
1: dictionary it is is the is the book of Mormon yeah. a scientific book the title the, of and the that, debate and so, is
2: not not what is the definition of scientific that was that is
1: exactly what it is it's what is the definition it's... of scientific and does the Book of Mormon qualify <laughs> under that definition that is exactly what, what the title is what does the debate topic say it,
2: what is the debate the Book topic? of
1: Mormon is a scientific book which states that th- that the word science <laughs> or scientific uh it uses the word and says, this qualifies by this definition.
2: Okay, this so point. so look, Kyle, an... you, you, I basically said the topic of the debate was not what is the definition of scientific, and you said it was. You're not in reality at this point. No, it's not. The title of the debate is, is the Book of Mormon Scientific? That is literally the debate title. Like, y- you, your facts seem to go, well, I'm going to see whatever I want to see and whatever I... Feel like, I want to see, like, the the debate topic is I, not, I'm the one who wrote the definition. The, of I am scientific. the one who wrote the debate topic,
1: so I am the one who gets to say, as the author, exactly what it means, no, and that is exactly what it means. No, yes, it is.
2: That no, is the power don't. of the author.
1: Thank you. Did
2: everybody behave what you while gone? like, can I have some of whatever you're right? Seriously, just because I say, okay, we're going to debate the flood, I'm going to take that to mean birds
3: like are you serious like what is wrong with that
1: <laughs> I, okay well if you could uh, yeah you can you can go ahead and make a huge case for that and say this is in like, your
2: like the craziest debate that, I have had in so long this has been
1: welcome so to my world so, Yeah. so uh when it comes to as an author if you wanted to take the word uh, flood and define it as birds, you have the power to do so. And so when you make your opening statement and you can say, okay, birds or sorry the flood, uh, the flood in this instance is specifically referring to birds, uh, like a flood of birds. Okay. And you could specifically say that in your opening statement. And then as me coming to your debate, hearing your opening statement, then that I can is- say, okay, I disagree with that.
2: And your That isn't level. how that isn't how debates work, and it's not your debate, Kyle. It is, I'm you, the, one who, is get, the one who made the invitation. you don't get to challenge somebody on a topic and then say, Because You're i wrote me. it, I, I get to write down what it means, and it means this other thing that it doesn't say. Wow, I, I, I'm, it's an adjective, and I decide, and this I, is the
1: state, this is a noun, this is the adjective, and this adjective describes this noun and according oh, to the dictionary Kyle. which i defined in my opening statement and so i'm Kyle. going by these definitions and so i'm the one making the opening statement you're the one who's stepping in and saying no uh, that is wrong and that's all you can do that's uh, that's your side of the debate and so if you come in here and try to uh reform an entirely new debate that is called the red herring it's and and it's separate from
2: you're you're not. No, the the, the problem is point. what you've got in your mind and what you've put down as the debate and what we're going to discuss are not the same thing. Like it's if you wanted to thing. discuss is the definition the of, of scientific. scientific. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, that's... if you wanted to discuss is what the definition of scientific is, put that as the debate topic, and I probably would have said no, I'm not debating that because I don't do. Definitional debates. That's exactly what you signed up for. So let's. No. Is is it scientific? That is a definitional
1: debate. Let's continue on.
0: Let's continue on from here because uh, we definitely uh, understand that you guys kind of. uh, Can I say
2: one thing? I I choose to reject your reality and substitute my own. There you go. Okay.
0: Okay. Let's let's hear the mod. Uh, So I was going to say, yeah, I think we've kind of uh, established that uh, you guys disagree on uh, that kind of fundamental principle uh, about the debate topics, so um, you know, let's uh, let's try to get down into the uh, the gritty of what we can get out of our super chats here, um, and see where we go with that. But uh, I think that point's been established, so uh, we'll just uh, try to carry on from there if uh, you gentlemen don't mind. Um, so uh, Zar Zar-Zarin? Zar Zarin Zar I don't know, five dollars. Cats eat food. That's an absolute truth. But my cat also eats couch. No proof, just opinion. What is your cat doing eating your couch? That's probably not good for them. But uh... cats eat
2: grass sometimes. Cats eat all kinds of things.
0: I've seen cats
1: like chew on furniture.
0: <laughs> yeah no I, I i definitely uh understand that so uh yeah cats cats will eat anything you know um yeah let's make just... i've got a cat that will eat takis <laughs> takis yeah i can't think
2: food is wrong
0: i can't have takis anymore i went to mexico and i got sick on the travel and that was all i had was some taki anyways Eey! yeah and you yeah no anyways i won't make everybody sick but yeah it was a bad time all right, all for twenty dollars. Thank you so much, Mark. I am the same religion as Kyle, and if I would mm-hmm. agree, if I would agreed with the definition of scientific method, and this method cannot be used to verify the story of either about how they came to this content by submarine. This is okay. So, so there's there's no problem
2: if you think that. If you believe in the Book of Mormon, there's no problem if you think it's true. I don't have a problem with that. It's no, it's no great big deal. It, the, the problem is thinking that the book is scientific. So I don't want to sort of say, "Hey, you shouldn't believe that," or "or this this book is is you know somehow something that you shouldn't believe." No, it's just it's not a scientific book. That's all. Um, just like the the Quran isn't a scientific book, the Bible isn't a scientific book um that there are scientific books out there and lord of the rings is not one of them i'm sorry it just isn't um you have to you have it's to it's dismiss my definition kind of having a debate that. that that um you know well i mean yeah you're kind of appealing to dictionary to appeal to appeal to definition that's my what, what that's my opening
1: done, statement um, which is actually by a this logic...
2: definition it qualifies I thought the question was for from me i i didn't know that's it was it. for you kyle Well, um, it says,
0: Mark, I am the same religion as Kyle. So yeah, it's a statement. It's not really a question, is it?
2: Kyle, what is wrong with you? It's a question to me, and you're just jumping in. It's not I, a question. A... There's no question. To There's no question. Yeah, but that. I'm talking about it. Like, what, you're is, monologuing. what is happening here? Yeah. I'm having a conversation. Well, well, let's let's. Like, before... when you were answering questions, well, I wasn't interrupting you. What, well, let's, what is just going bring, on? let's just bring. Let's just bring it is all crazy.
0: down. Let's just bring it all um, down. This we're, is gonna, crazy. <laughs> we're gonna. Um, we're gonna. We'll kick it back to you,
2: Mark. For yeah. 30 so, seconds, so you can believe in the Book of Mormon. And, and it is an appeal to definition fallacy that, that that has to be the definition because you've read it in a dictionary. it's a it's a logical fallacy and therefore it's completely irrational. Go car. you can say whatever you want now, I finished.
0: You're welcome to say that. okay but that doesn't make it proof or true. All right. Uh, lots uh, yep, yeah, lots more uh, super chats coming in. keep them coming. Uh, the debaters that we have here. Uh, Kyle and Mark, uh, they've both consented to stay a little bit longer. Uh, so as long as we have questions and uh, things to talk about, we're gonna keep this conversation going. So um, see, I keep scrolling around. I gotta get rid of some of these now. Um, Hill Hugger, five dollars. Kyle is it possible to design an experiment to falsify an extraordinary claim within the book of Mormon?
1: Is it possible to false, to design a, an experiment to falsify it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Uh, is it possible to? Yeah. It sounds like whoever's asking this question is falling into the Popper philosophy of science. Which uh, claims that it must be falsifiable, but Kuhn, the philosopher in science, claims that science does not have to be falsifiable, uh, and so he gets into this huge thing on that that um, paradigms are things that people are not questioning, and so. Uh, they just mark it as an anomaly and they move on so yeah if something is falsifiable yeah that's not really a requirement for science now is can you prove it wrong and then I'd say yeah and that's kind of what Alma kind of uh he encouraged us to do just like planting a seed if you can you can know for a fact that this seed is not a good seed if it doesn't grow if you can say that, okay, that's a terrible seed, and you can know that this is a bad plant if it doesn't bear any fruit. And that was the huge invitation from Alma in Alma chapter 32 said, You can judge a tree by its fruit. And so, what is the fruit of the Book of Mormon? Okay, and that is what we look for. And so, if it doesn't bear any fruit, then by all means, discard it.
0: That's, that's what he said. All right. any thoughts on that mark before we continue on
2: yeah so so kren doesn't really sort of dismiss falsified altogether. he certainly embraces verificationism which which still requires some sort of systematic basis for evaluating whether a claim is true or false um Do you... so Sorry. um he doesn't so um the, the verifiability principle sort of says that um it has to be supported by empirical evidence and um, um all, all logical requirements. and so even under Kuhn's sort of offbeat and and he was sort of from the the 40s like his he's sort of um, a, a bit outdated but never mind, but even according to his strict thing that the Book of Mormon still wouldn't be scientific even according to Kuhn.
1: Do you agree with Kuhn's philosophy of incommensurability? No you don't agree with that. No. Which is the same thing as Popper's claim that claiming that science never proves anything. And so I don't see how I, they're kind of like the same concept. Science never proves anything, and incommensurability, incommensurability for the audience, is just the claim that you can never measurably prove that one paradigm is better than another. And so we could say uh we've got uh the Book of Mormon, uh and uh the whole paradigm of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints that whole religion versus catholicism and you can't systematically or measurably prove that one is better than the other or you can say the same thing no no
2: but okay (laughs) but here's where you're you're wrong because um kuhn's saying that you can't prove the old paradigm with the new one right that the new paradigm's got to prove itself by getting better results than the old one, but you can't prove the new one with the old paradigm because then you're relying on the old paradigm to provide support for the new one, you're still using that old paradigm. But you can still prove or or demonstrate that the new one's better by getting better results and more reliable results by using that paradigm
1: it's incommensurability is immeasurable that's kind of what the word
2: yes you can't measure the new paradigm with the old one against the old one
1: and so you're trying to determine which one is better and so but that doesn't mean you professor from leiden university went and specifically said that you can't know which paradigm is better that i'm getting everything just from him uh, who said it yeah really I,
2: is. I i don't i don't agree with that i don't I, I think that you can use science to prove that there is a better method than science i think you can do that
1: you believe science can prove things now
2: that there is a better method yes. yes
1: okay so that contradicts your former claim with against dr mclaughlin who said that science never proves anything
2: yeah but- but we're talking about logical systems here not not just sort of individual models, right? We're talking about sort of like maths, it's a logic system. Right? So, okay, so like in maths, where you have proofs, you can say this thing has a proof because it's logical system can have a proof associated with it, much like when you give proofs for syllogisms and things like that, you can you can structure it in such a way that you can provide proofs. But like looking at those things, you're not doing experimentation and things like that you're not creating a model all right well i
1: think i think cats eat food is a pretty observable logical statement and oh you disagree you
2: said your cat um, ate furniture as well so that that is not a true statement
1: uh uh, by the dictionary definition of eat okay to chew on to digest that qualifies mm -hmm. thank
2: you Well, it probably chowed down on some cloth and digested it. So,
0: yeah. Well, let's continue on from there. Um, Yep. Cats will eat anything. We have established that. Uh, I'll just let everybody know in the live chat, too, uh, that I I have a new song that I'm working on for Modern Day Debate. I've been uh, contemplating whether I should try playing a little bit of it at the end of this. Uh, cause my friend just, uh, uploaded the track. So you can let me know in the live chat if you want a little after show and maybe I'll, uh, play a little tune for you fellas. Uh, but if not, then that's fine too. Cause, uh, maybe like I was going to say to you earlier, Mark, the latency, uh, may, uh, may cause some issues with my audio as far as like guitar to, uh, to, uh, the actual track. So eh, we'll, uh, we might give it a go. Uh, it can always get clipped. Audio is pretty
2: on. low bandwidth. It should be fine. <laughs>
0: yeah it could be fun i was gonna say uh but let's continue on for now forte five dollars i gonna hear it
2: i want to hear it
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh you know you'll hear it probably plenty once uh once i send it over to james once it's done but uh we'll see uh we'll see uh how long it takes for us to wrap this up and what time it is here uh so let's see forte five dollars why do people tend to lose their religiosity as they become more educated Who's that for? Well, I think uh, whoever wants to jump on that, we can uh, get into that. So whether you think that's true or whether you have an explanation for why that could be true or why it is true, why you think it's true. Uh, It's a loaded question
1: Okay, to start off. okay, Some people actually get more religious as they become more educated. And uh, it really kind of gets into how they define educated. I'm not the author, so I'm not going to claim that exactly how they're defining the word educated. But for me, you don't have to go to school in order to become educated. In fact, my professors at Dixie State University told me, don't let school get in the way of your education. And that right there tells me that education is not about the building or, or organization that you're learning from. It's just a process of learning.
2: Yeah, I I agree with that. I I agree that you don't have to go to university and stuff to be educated. The the problem is that there's a lot of misinformation out there. And if you just go to certain sources like the internet, it's it's hard to distinguish what is correct and what is incorrect. So that's where sort of having a um, sort of, academic background or sort of the academic process and the scientific process taught to you, you can critically think about information and sort of find out what is true and what is most likely true. Now, I know that they're speaking generally, I won't, I won't certainly won't disagree that certain people become educated, they become more religious. But generally speaking, people that do get educated become less religious, and I can probably find some studies to back that up. Um, I think the reason is because um a lot of the times um religion requires a gap of knowledge in order to insert a god so um if you don't understand how the universe was created a god might fill that role if you don't understand you know the formation of the earth or any of these principles a god might fill that role but when you start to learn and understand the reasons why we know um or or humans have figured out these things occur and understand the scientific principles that have led us to believe what we do um it becomes a lot harder to believe that that God is doing all of this um so I think it is the the teaching of critical thinking that is um sort of you know the reason why religion rates are on the decline so much especially in new generations coming up all
0: right and uh...
1: I think academia itself is trying to, it's kind of an indoctrination program. And so a lot of the teachers out there are kind of trying to steer people away from, from, I think there's kind of a separation of church and state that kind of goes in there. And so, uh, yeah, it's not really And so I think that kind of ends up pulling. So if they're, if they're defining education as academia, then I think that would be a major, uh, Attribute or a factor, a major factor is that whole separation of church and state.
2: Well, I think that um, academics don't sort of teach you what to think. Um, they sort of set you up so you can think. As Carl said, these teachers were saying, don't let your education get in the way into thinking. And that's exactly what they mean. Don't just think something because we told you. Use that critical thinking process to analyze it for yourself. And they give you the tools to do so. Like I, I said, wish, that I, I showed wish I that they could that. Hello, hello, just in the middle of talking right. here. Like, I'm, I'm, seriously. I'm 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 commenting
1: um, on what you're talking about, and yeah.
2: Well, could you wait till I finished? Would be a, i I'm sorry, I'm not used uh, to this whole monologue
1: um, thing. I
2: I didn't. I, what? Let's, I, let's, this let's baffles my mind. They let you talk, and then when I Ride talk, you say Ride I'm monologuing. Finish. It's it's. Go ahead and finish. Wow. Um, okay, so 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 the book that I showed, for instance, with all of the, the, the you know, sort of um, electronic circuits and things like that, all of the truth tables, all of the things we do in, in um, com- sort of digital communications and uh, computer architecture, they show you how to design that, how to think about it, how to do it. They don't just tell you, hey, this is the only way. In fact, they like you to think beyond that box kind of thing, but in a critical way, not just believe anything you're told. That, that's all I like.
1: My, my science textbook says the earth is the globe because we said so, and uh, yeah, and I've got a whole series on that called Modern Earth really? Science Destroyed, just pointing out all of the times that this book just makes all these definitive statements and expects you to go off of it because they said so, and they they don't encourage you to ask questions for yourself, just believe it because we said so. That's it, what and it, so what that's a huge problem.
2: What did huh? you do in university?
1: What did I do in university? I've yeah. I got a, that was part of my generals, but I'm actually just picking apart like a, a typical high school. That's my my uh, my series Moderner Science Destroyed is just picking up a typical high school science textbook oh. and just picking that apart because that's exactly yeah. the way they teach it. And so,
2: well, they uh, won't they won't do that in in sort of you know. That's not true either. I university. can point to
1: I can point to a college uh, geology textbook or you, you know astrology, and they just tell you, yeah. well, the sun is this far away because we said so they don't tell you uh they don't encourage you to to doubt that they don't encourage Uh, you to think for yourself on that matter they just say
2: yeah but they tell you sun is
1: this many 93 million miles away and that's it they expect you. they
2: tell you why like parallax movements the distance that light travels um that there's a lot of reasons for why
1: but and they're saying that uh yeah just trust us on that that's it they don't they don't say this could be the case, they say it is the case.
0: All right, well, let's continue on from there. Jolly Roger. Uh 550 again, Canadian. Kyle, does consensus of scholarship mean anything to you or do they have the same knowledge authority as anyone else? A consensus
1: in scholarship is just a book of the month club kind of a thing. It's kind of uh consensus is a bunch of people uh adhering to the same kind of manner of belief and so i can say uh in my paradigm i can just point to uh the latter-day saints and i can point to the apostles and prophets and say hey there's a consensus here okay and that's part of this paradigm and so you can point to all these people who believe in one thing and i just see that as a group of people who are following a systematized organization or a uh, group of beliefs. So that's no different than religion to me.
0: All righty. Oh, let's see here. Uh, Simbi Scuggy, $5. Kyle, is a former 19D, can you please elaborate on your military claims? Were you RA or Reserve or NG? They let you leave for NG, two years? NG as 13 Bravo. What MOS were you? you 13 okay. Bravo. Okay. So, you didn't have to answer all that because it's, it's okay personal stuff. So, NG
1: is National Guard, 13 Bravo
0: is uh cannon or uh, field artillery. All right, very cool. Well, thank you for that. And oh, let me just pull that there.
2: You're field uh, artillery, and you didn't have to, like, you, you didn't use adjustments for the curvature of the earth.
1: Amazing, right? Yeah, that's true. I never had a Adjust for any kind of curvature of the Earth, and we could shoot a a, a garbage can from twenty miles away dead on
2: right over the horizon.
0: All right. Well, let's continue on. Uh, so uh, Zion talks two dollars smugly, citing a dictionary is still smug and oof. So okay. Any comments there? No. No. Okay. Uh. Kyle, uh, Zach Zarin, 10 euros. If you want something to happen, pray. It will happen. If it does happen, God does not. If, if it does not happen, God does not want it to happen. Where is your evidence for that conclusion?
1: Um, we don't say prayers to command God what to do. We say prayers to allow our, uh, our will to become in harmony with God's will and to kind of develop that relationship. And that's what's—that's the whole purpose of prayer.
2: Yeah, so to me, it's basically just, um, it's called the Texas sharpshooter fallacy. It's basically taking all of the hits as reasons why it works and ignoring all of the misses. So if you pray for everything all your life and you know things happen for you, you'll see that as, yes, it, it, it works without seeing all the times you've prayed for something and it hasn't worked. Um, I don't feel yeah, like that. It's I said. Okay. Textbook Texas sharpshooter. Yeah, I was just sort of that's, addressing that's why That's if you command God to do is... things,
1: then that would be the case.
2: Yeah, I was just sort of um addressing why um prayer doesn't sort of people think that prayer works. It's because that it only works because
1: your of... Texas sharpshooter accusation only applies uh-huh. to someone who is thinks prayer is all about commanding God what to do.
2: I uh, didn't didn't say that.
1: Uh, that's the application to it. I, I can't see any other application where it could be guilty of that accusation.
2: No, because if you think it works, you're counting all the hits and you're dismissing all the misses.
1: That is commanding God what to do, and that's a hit, right? If I command God to to go and open this door and that door opens, then uh, then that would be a hit. And if I command God to... yeah. command the door to open and it doesn't open then that is a miss right
2: and so no but if you ask god that you want the door to open and it opens that's a hit if you ask god could he please open the door and it doesn't that's a miss but you're counting all the hits and you're ignoring all the misses the same thing happens if you just ask
0: okay All right, well, let's continue on. Uh, so, Jolly Roger, 550 Canadian again. Thanks, Jolly Roger. Uh, Kyle, when you were asked to debate this topic, did you truly think it was about... Uh, it, oh, sorry, did you truly think it was about if... And I think that's what they meant. If things were chronologically organized. So, did you think the debate was really about uh, whether things were chronologically organized? That is why I wrote that in my opening
1: statement that's i wrote it down beforehand so yes that is exactly what i came to the just debate for that's why i made the opening statement and tell you what the opening statement is
0: and exactly what we're debating against all right uh let's continue on zark Zaren five euros uh kylie claim there is no evidence this is not true that uh, I think we're responding to somebody else in the chat there it seems uh, there is no evidence this is not true it does not prove your claim is true but there is a difference in probability. I
1: can't claim any kind of probability unless I can take everything into account and so if something is not numbered, there is no probability.
0: okay any thoughts on that mark?
2: Uh, sorry, I, I do apologise. What was the question?
0: Uh, there is no evidence. This is not true. Does not prove your claim is true, but there is a difference in probability.
2: Yeah. So, so a lack of evidence doesn't. Um, but so, so a lack of evidence is an. Sorry, an, an absence of evidence is not evidence of absence, unless we expect to find evidence, like. If you go to um, your letterbox and there's no mail in there, um, that doesn't mean you don't have mail, like you can't prove that, but the la- it should be there, so it kind of does. Um, you the, the lack of evidence for all of these cities means that it is highly probable they never existed because we are missing evidence that should be there. So this whole idea that no evidence you can't, you know it's not good evidence well yes yeah, sometimes it is when we absolutely expect it to be there
0: okay um yeah any thoughts on that kyle or do you want to continue on i think i shared what
1: i had to say on that if, if if there's no
0: numbers if it's not if it's yeah if you can't number it you can't claim that there is a probability to it okay all right well let's continue on uh Zarin, uh Kyle, your body was burning in quotations so god wants you to burn for your desire not take part of killing or to not take part of killing i what were
1: they i don't think that's even a complete thought
0: i'm not sure i think Uh, it's they've got a couple other questions here so uh yeah zargzarin if you want to kind of clarify what you meant in chat there uh we're going to continue on uh because i'm not sure what you meant your body was burning so God wants you to burn for your desire not to take part of killing or to not take part of killing. Yeah, that's it's not really making sense to me here. So um, if you guys can't piece it together, we'll wait for uh see uh, what's going on. Then so Maybe
2: maybe he desired you to do something but not take part of in killing. Is that is that what they're trying to say? Like, I joined the military you know fully
1: expecting to get deployed at the time. That was a, a huge right. expectation I had, and so when I did not get deployed for three deployments, and kind of looking back on that, I just said, "Wow,
2: that's kind of uh, kind
1: of walking through a
2: battlefield and not getting shot." Okay, so maybe they mean, why did God push you to join at all? just to stop you from being deployed? Like, why didn't he just not push you to join the military at all?
1: Well, I told you when I joined the military, I got a $10,000 sign-on bonus. You know what I did with that sign-on bonus? It paid for my mission, my two-year mission to East LA to go and preach the gospel out there. So, yeah, that was really useful money coming out of somewhere. And in the meantime, I got paid to get a workout, which is amazing. So that was but i kept telling myself all throughout basic training getting paid to get a workout a lot of people pay uh pay other people to go out and join a gym and here the gym has come to me and they're paying me to join this gym amazing
2: god god wanted you to bulk up it's young. okay sure
0: all right well let's continue on uh let's see the real mad dog mac 999. How do you reconcile discovery that Native Americans do not share a single shred of DNA with any Jewish lineage? Doesn't this alone disprove the claim natives are descended from the 12 tribes of Israel? Does it
1: disprove it? Or, I don't know, that's kind of going off this whole basis of science proving things. And so even though I do believe that science does prove things, I haven't seen any any actual papers or anything like that to actually go off of to confirm or disfirm, uh, disconfirm, disconfirmed out that, that claim.
0: All right. Let's continue
1: on. Some people just do sloppy work and say, oh, well, I've measured a few people and that that automatically goes out to every single Native American out there. And I don't think every single Native American out there has really undergone this test so yeah that's kind of my view on it and so if they'd like to substantiate their claim that this is the case then we can talk about
2: it wasn't the land uninhabited when they got there and it was the Lamanites never said that that that, um wasn't it the Lamanites that sort of like the Native Americans were supposed to descend from the Lamanites
1: um many did but it never says that it was uninhabited and so yeah it says that the Nephites were uh, they went extinct, they they all got demolished, uh, but it never says that the native that the land was uninhabited or that no other people came to the Americas after they got here.
0: All right. Well, let's continue on there. Uh, Jolly Roger, $11 Canadian. Kyle, when you set up the debate and chose the definition, did you have a hunch or idea that Mark wasn't going to use the same? As you say, you set this debate up and got set, uh, got to set the definition in your opening. I set the, the definition in my opening statement,
1: and uh, that way there would be no question of the terms of this
0: debate in that opening statement. Great. Um, yeah, and the other part of that was, uh, did you have uh, an expectation that Mark would share that definition?
1: Well, his job as being an opponent is to discredit my my statement and say, no, that's not the case. Even if I'm saying cats are mammals, so, yeah. Okay, if he comes to a debate against me and my opening statement is cats are mammals, then it's his job to say, no, they're not.
2: Yeah, so I I did do that. I pointed out where he was going wrong in his definitions. I pointed out from science textbooks where the definition was different. I pointed out that the definition was distant, different from different sources. So, yeah. Yeah. And so I I, said that the dictionary
1: says this and it's his job to say, no, the dictionary does not say that.
2: Appeal to definition fallacy.
1: I'm reading the statement from the yeah. appeal. to definition You have no thalicy. substantiation for that claim.
2: You're you're appealing to a definition, right?
1: You haven't. You haven't. That's the opening statement of saying that this definition. But just because I'm saying oh, that this word is defined as that, does not automatically make it. Get are you, a, are any, are a you a appealing
2: thalicy. to a definition? Are you appealing to a definition?
1: Okay. Just appealing to a definition does not make it uh-huh. a fallacious claim. So there's more to that definition of appeal to de- definition fallacy. That's just a title. Okay. That doesn't mean that saying this word is defined this way is a fallacious reason. Okay.
2: It's, yeah, so it's an erroneous definition.
1: So kind valid, of Texas but... sharpshooter. Okay. Oh, well you're shooting a gun. That doesn't uh, <laughs> yeah. Just because you can say the name of a fallacy doesn't mean the the it's guilty of that crime
2: well i, I think people can decide themselves but yes you know, they can and they can look up the, 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 the
1: definition thing. of appeal to, to definition and make their own uh case on that
0: Alrighty, so we're getting close to the end of our super chats here so uh you know everybody awesome. keep them coming on in if you uh, want the conversation to keep going Uh, but uh, if not, we're going to wrap it up here pretty soon. Dragon for six euros. Mark, can you elaborate a bit on the black and white thinking we've witnessed today? It kind of seems to me that this is where it goes wrong in Kyle's thinking.
2: Yeah, a lot of, a lot of people in, in religion have this kind of black and white belief well, that you know definitively or you don't know definitively. And there's no sort of levels of confidence in knowledge. Like if we have an overwhelming amount of evidence, our confidence can be very high. But since we're honest, we can always say, hey, there's always a tiny possibility that we're wrong, like zero point zero 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 one percent that we're wrong. So we don't say it is proof because that assumes 100% confidence so um it's because we're being honest it is the dishonest person that will say hey i have to be right i can't be wrong i you know it, it's it's i know this 100 percent certainty um they're they're the ones that are usually um sort of making a, a more extraordinary claim um about knowledge than people that say hey you know we, our confidence level is very high based on these scientific principles um, they they work for everything we use in technology today. That is why we have confidence in them. But we would never claim a hundred percent certainty because that is unreasonable. Um, but you know, and- so sort of you being sort of using your honesty to sort of say, Hey, we can't be a hundred percent confidence in every anything and sort of say, Well, you don't have proof, you can't say anything. I think that's really disingenuous. Oh, it's disingenuous to say my cat eats food. Okay, got it.
1: Alrighty, and make definitive claims, yeah, uh, that 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 are that simple.
0: Well, let's continue on. Uh, let's see. Um, Lil, ten dollars statement. I would never argue that uh, ether, either coming here in a submarine cannot be tested, uh, the, by the scientific method. So I, Kyle, would agree with this statement. I'm not sure. Once
2: again, that doesn't mean well. I was would the never... author
1: of the book. It was brother of Jared who uh, ended up crossing uh, the oceans and the barges.
2: Yeah, it was their descendant that wrote the book. It wasn't wasn't them that crossed. But just say Jared instead. Just just say Jared. Brother instead. of Jared. Uh, okay. Uh, well, his his
1: actual name was Mahonrai uh, but people just call him the brother Jared because it's easier.
2: Uh, well, just the two families, right? In in the submarine, like um I think they're sort of saying um you can't scientifically test it to see if it's true would you agree with that statement
1: I'm sorry I didn't what was the question
2: well the two families that crossed in the the barges that they called it in the book um from um the the Middle East to the Meso- uh, uh, Americas, um there's no way to scientifically test that to see if it's true, is there? Uh, Would you agree well, there's with that a statement? lot of science
1: that's pointing at the Olmecs, and we believe that it's very likely that the Olmecs were actually the Jaredites.
2: Okay, do you have any evidence for that? The
1: Olmecs... The Jaredites were completely wiped out, uh, and the Olmecs were also completely wiped out. So they're both two extinct civilizations that uh yeah that are fitting the right kind of time period and so yeah i think that that okay right place the right the, uh the right time and uh the same thing happened to both of them so that's evidence
2: well so, i do note that their um architecture all of their arts their um systems that they had in place, their culture, everything was different from a Middle Eastern culture. That's why archaeologists don't believe Oh, uh, the
1: Olmecs, the brother of Jared. Never. Uh, no one claimed that the brother of Jared was from the Middle East.
2: Where were they exactly. from? Exactly. Huh? Where were they it from? doesn't
1: say. I what guess the, uh, I guess. Well, actually, uh, was Jared was from the terror- Middle East? there was there was uh the tower of babel and that was kind of a a thing uh in there and so uh i guess you could say that he did travel from kind of that area so that would be the middle east so i was wrong on that one so i think that would suggest he was from the middle east
0: all righty let's continue on um lyle again for five dollars what can I do to test using natural things to test and see if the story of ether coming to this land is true?
1: What observable testable things can you do about the book of ether and whether it's true or not? Um, The biggest uh, thing with the book of Mormon is always about building a relationship with Jesus Christ. It's yeah. Another Testament of Jesus Christ. And everything in the Book of Mormon points to him. And so as you come to know him better, it's through that relationship that you can know these things are true. And so uh, I, I know Mark pointed out in his opening statement, he brought up animals and no one, yeah, we're still discovering new animals every day. We we can't just, you know, lift up all of the Americas and uh, sift them out and say, okay, <laughs> there are no horses or something like that, okay, or elephants and, and Americas. But we We can't account for every single animal that's ever lived in the Americas. And so, yeah, just because we're not aware of any uh, modern day examples of, oh, look, I found some uh, elephant bones (laughs) in the Americas cave. Just because we can't point to any specific examples like that doesn't mean they never happened. And so a lot of science is kind of coming out today that are kind of pointing towards different instances in the book of Mormon. So, uh, in a previous debate, I pointed out, uh, the, the human sacrifice, uh, and I've pointed out that being evidence of the book of Mormon. But again, this whole, uh, debate is not about whether or not there's evidence. It's about whether or not the book of Mormon is systematic.
2: Alrighty. Yeah. As I said, Evidence where we no evidence where we expect to find some that we should expect to find some of these animals. We don't, we find none of them whatsoever. Um so that's something we would expect to find and we don't. Also the civilizations we'd expect to find them, we don't, um, especially when it's supposed to be sort of a civilization of 1.5 million people. It doesn't just vanish. Um so all of these are reasons why we the evidence sort of speaks against the um, book being true. Um yeah so it's kind of and, and plus the whole idea that you should appeal to your your feelings of jesus in your life that's not empirical evidence which is what they ask for empirical evidence is one stuff that you can touch and see and sort of use your senses to ascertain not feelings it's not empirical evidence either.
1: well it's kind of like coming to know that my wife is a real person <laughs> okay, and so i can know that my wife is a real person by having experiences with her okay. Those are tangible, physical experiences with my wife and kind of, uh, yeah, actually meeting her, talking to her and having experiences with her. Those are all observable things, empirically observable things. And so if I wanted to develop a relationship with Jesus Christ, it's not just feelings. It's also about observation. Okay. No. Uh, yeah. observations
2: do you use? Senses. Your Your eyes? What senses do you eyes. Your eyes. You see, you see Jesus Christ.
1: I don't claim to. Have, well, uh, in dreams, uh, in dreams, I've I've seen in not dreams. in dreams. Like when hey, that's empirical. You're talking about see. observation. Okay? No, no, empirically. You can observe things in dreams, and I and I've got a whole series on in, on different things that I've seen in dreams <laughs> that have yeah come to pass in in very interesting ways. And so
2: yeah, uh, dreams. Dear.
1: Dreams can be interpreted, and dreams can sometimes
2: tell the future maybe you should have defined what empirical means because you've got a different def- definition of empirical that is our senses like sight and touch and hearing like and and your dreams don't count for That's spectral evidence not empirical evidence
1: okay well when we actually physically see different things come to pass okay uh and while we are conscious and awake that is empirical evidence of something that we saw in a dream and so i saw in a dream uh yeah uh one thing and then it comes to pass
0: that's empirical evidence all right let's move on from there jolly roger 550 we're almost to the end of our super chats here everybody so uh we'll get wrapping up here pretty soon uh, you know, unless anybody has any other questions, pop them in the old live chat. Uh, Jelly Roger, 550 Canadian. Kyle, do you trust in the leadership of the Latter-day Saints Church or do you question them? They report a real Adam and Eve. What do you think? I've
1: provided a video showing my lineage going all the way back to Adam and Eve. And, uh, I think that's evidence of Adam and Eve. I don't claim that's proof of Adam and Eve. I just call that evidence of Adam and Eve. Uh, oh, I got to say that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's on there. Uh, you got to see my video on my relation to Bob Nodell. That's both of our uh, our lineage going all the way back to Adam and Eve. It's pretty cool. So worth uh, worth checking out.
3: All
0: right. Any thoughts on that, Mark?
2: Oh, yeah. There wasn't an Adam and Eve like that. Population of, of humankind doesn't go to two people, even though they say that it does. It doesn't. Um, we can track this using DNA. The mitochondrial DNA shows there was no two people origin, you know, originating. Uh, the inbreeding that that would would constitute would be horrendous as well. So yeah.
1: Alrighty. righty again he's just making his statement on based on his thing so if I said yeah cats are mammals it's his job to say no they are not
2: okay so um Adam and Eve had children who did they um have children with each other and their brothers and sisters right yeah and that's not inbreeding
1: I never said it wasn't okay okay next question
0: all right let's continue on um so uh coconut cream pie for two dollars says dang what's it calm down with the fallacies i think they're uh trying to accuse it's you of, to me, um, probably i think they
2: yeah I, I usually don't go on that much about fallacies but i i think that sort of when 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 you're in a debate about a topic and somebody's just saying hey my definitionary direct you know definition is the one that we're going to use because mine and, and then sort of basing your entire argument on that is sort of a very um it's a very it's a very sort of weird way to debate anything um I, that's why i generally don't do debate def- definitions about debate because there's no reason why anything can't be defined as anything usually we go for normative definitions not Sort of one that you've cherry picked and said hey well this supports me so i'm going to cherry pick this one um the, the entirety of academia and science sort of agrees on what what constitutes science um i had to do science communications and and stuff when i went through uni um no, no nobody's thinking lord of the rings is a science book i'm sorry just nobody's thinking except, yeah. except kyle apparently i'm a nobody, I'm a nobody now <laughs>
0: all right yeah and and
2: sort of the really sort of weird stuff about proofs and things i think it's because you know i I usually don't point out fallacy but the the ones that are being made are really grievous. so i kind of am pointing them out in this debate sure dictionary was written
3: by nobody
2: sorry i didn't quite
1: hear that oh the dictionary was written by nobody (laughs) because it was
2: written by nobody that's
1: that's yeah they're the ones who defined it this way
2: it's it's an accumulation of different usages of words throughout society. So um, all they do is see how people are using words in common parlance and in you know certain areas, and then so that means
1: some that people down. actually do, and all the, unless you're claiming all those people are nobody.
2: There's there's no reason why I can't call this cup right a Kyle. There's no inherent objective reason. All words are made up.
1: Okay. All right. So your claim is that nobody used that word. And now you're kind of contradicting yourself because when you defined or described all these things, you're saying that it's all the dictionary is based off of people using them. So in order for that to be true, all those people who use it, the term scientific as just anything that is systematic, all of a sudden, all those people are now nobody
2: uh sort of so so um people that aren't involved in science may very well use it like that it is incorrect
1: right so that now we
0: are kind of moving the goalpost and yeah okay no nope. all right well we're getting on to our last question here so uh it, in proper nerd fashion which would make my wife very proud because she is uh she is she is our d m she is the uh i my uh <laughs> she she's awesome so uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna try to do my best elusive viper here to uh, uh to do you some justice here and uh, i'm gonna use my old friend's uh, little piece that he left me here to uh, add to my impression i wish I had a wizard's hat perhaps they were not the omics perhaps they were the elves who were along with the Vara. <laughs>
2: er- left of the realm of men at the end of the third age <laughs> i mean you joke but it could have been dwarves you know being destroyed by smog, because apparently dinosaurs were there too so you
1: know, because in the world that nothing is ever proven anything could be possible yep i get it
2: oh i, I don't think that's true at all i think some things are not well, possible, well either epistemically by, possible or by dr
1: mclaughlin's possible. words nothing can ever be described or should ever be described as true anyway so there you
2: go uh you're you're sort of really mischaracterizing what he was saying there he said in science jacqueline mclaughlin in in, in the scientific method we don't say this is a hundred percent categorically true so it should never use the word as i said before which is sort of patently avoid and and sort of uh sort of you know try and distract from is that science makes models that describe the world as somebody once famously said all models are incorrect some are useful so that's how we determine what works and what doesn't
0: okay yeah. righty well that was the last of our super chats everybody so uh yeah you can let me know in the live chat uh, if, uh, if if I'm gonna go through the effort here of uh, getting this uh, track exported over to uh, over to the uh, end of our show here for a little after after thing. But uh, in the meantime, uh, Mark Reed, Kyle Adams, uh, big thank you to you fellas for coming out and having this discussion. Uh, yeah, this has been
2: a great time. Uh, Aftershot mine. Aftershot mine. Um, I've got it in the chat if you want to post it. And, and if you want, Ryan, sure. I'd really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, coming right up. All right, everybody, keep an eye out for me. I'm just going to post in the chat here. Uh, Mark's doing a little after show and I, I was going to say, I might be back in about, you know, two minutes here and I'll see if I can fire up uh, a little take of, uh, uh, what I'm trying to figure out for that, uh, that new intro for modern day debate. I don't know if, if you guys don't like it, then maybe we'll try something else. We'll, uh, yeah. keep checking so, away.
1: one last question for Mark here. Okay. If yeah. you were to see
0: someone hold up their hands and part the
1: Red Sea or the ocean and just kind of walk through on dry ground. Would you describe that as an empirical observation? Um, Yes. Okay.
2: So miracles are empirical. Thank you. Well, I mean, as long as you can do that.
1: Okay. So if you were to observe something like that, then that would be considered... An empirical right, observation. But what I
2: wouldn't wouldn't think is an p- empirical observation is basically a story about somebody parting the Red Sea.
1: I agree. Not... I agree. It's evidence, but it's kind of testimonial evidence.
2: Right. So to you that may be empirical evidence. However, to somebody else mm, I that didn't say is, it was empirical. Hang so. on, let me finish. Let okay. me finish. Okay. okay. To me, me seeing that it would be empirical evidence to me, but it wouldn't be to somebody else. It would just I be agree. my testimony. That would just be, you know, sort of just just my testimonial which you know all kinds of people say all kinds of things i don't see why we should attribute that that level of certainty to testimony it just isn't a good idea
1: yeah i agree that's why uh, just a testimony it's not you can't live on borrowed light as the scriptures describe yeah you can't live on borrowed light you have to develop your own testimony and observe your own experiences and so for me the parting of the red sea that's that's borrowed light. I've got to be able to observe something like that for myself in order to have my own testimony. And so it's seeing miracles. And so when the Bible describes miracles like that, for me, it's not just, oh, well, this is something that only happens sometimes only for certain people, special people. No, that's setting an expectation that it is possible for you to experience massive miracles of that magnitude you personally and individually and even as a community people can observe those things in our day and when people can observe things in that day that testifies that those things kind of uh that this kind of stuff is true
2: yeah the problem is people don't observe it they only hear that That you are aware of and as as the um preponderance of things like cameras go up like we all have video cameras on our phones as those go up the amount of miracles go down so uh, basically, an miracles can um, stop happening with our ability to demonstrate them, and they can never be replicated. So they certainly are not scientific. As, unsubstantiated claims, analysis. but okay.
0: All right. Well, with that full wrap around there, uh, once again, uh, huge shout out to Carl Adams, and Mark Reed for coming out and having this discussion, uh, and we'll be right back for a little, uh, a little after show here. Uh, so thank you everybody for coming out, and uh, yeah uh i set the uh link in the live chat there mark reed so uh if you want to take oh, a moment there uh yeah no problem uh kyle did you want to tell anybody uh, where they can find you you can just look up my name kyle adams that's my my
1: youtube channel i'm also one of the Globusters, so you can go check them out awesome all but,
2: right but in, uh, adam's descendant and it'll probably come up as one.
0: Well. all right well excellent let's uh let's close her off there but thank you everybody and uh we'll be right back for a little uh a little after show music uh, from the looks of things uh, just for the fun of it. All right. Thanks everyone.